late night grin. Also, what um, what does that name mean? Hello everyone. Um that was something shoot, wasn't it? The music oh, looping and hold on. Hold oh, on. No. This 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 doesn't work.
late night grin also what um what does that name mean Strongly considered ending the stream and making mm. you do a new link for everyone. <laughs> that was something. Um, yeah. Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome to the Late Night Grin. This is episode 68. Push it all out the way. Hey. All right. That's, that's the key. It's, you got, what, is the rest that, is, what is that shirt you're wearing? All Elite Wrestling. You're not seeing this before? Do you not watch the shows? No, I don't watch the shows. I've been wearing this for like two fucking months, man. Look, you got you got uh, Santana and Ortiz. You got Orange or Jake, whoever that is. I don't know. Yeah. My God. Is I'm a real fan, bro. Right? No, this is from 2019, so it's like Peter Avalon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My folks got me this. Obviously, oh, you know, it's really cool. There was the one issue of it is only like four wrestlers on this. Yeah, that's fair. Sakazaki, though, is one of them. Okay, there you go. There you go. Um, is that in Helico? Yeah. No oh, that's a good shirt. Penelope, Dustin, whole crew. Um, I'm a real fan of professional wrestling. You know that about me, May. Yeah. You know? So, I was playing the JR theme before Joe arrived. And I didn't realize that when I stopped the music, it was just going to pick up where I fucking left off. And so I just got aggressively angry. Now, just there was no way in hell that we were going to do something that low quality. Um, that's beneath us. We're better than that. Thank you. So, I still don't believe I've ever you've ever worn this shirt on a show that I've been on before. No, probably not. I've worn a bunch of shows. I were on the. Uh... Well, I don't. I mean, I don't watch anything that i'm not on oh you, you listen to everything right yeah the audio big audio guy yeah god, god bless y'all that had to listen to the start of this show <laughs> um jay show asking the same thing earlier so i apologize if i lashed out but you know I, that's fair you all follow the product guys like you don't you don't watch your tape you know you get to the, the arena early i'm always there sure yeah. Always, you know, willing to help, willing to add a new hold to your repertoire. You know what I'm saying? But it's just yeah, I hear you. Um, I hear. You. <laughs> so, like, 
you guys didn't get to see it, but as we all have learned, the Oklahoma fight song apparently just loops over and over and over and over and over again. I didn't realize there wasn't like a bridge or something. And so I just got to watch Joe get aggressively more annoyed every time that it looped again. Because I so texted him, annoying, was like, man. I'm playing the entire fucking song. I don't care. I didn't get the text. No. <laughs> I knew what you were doing, though. But I was like, Jesus, who needs this? Um, Now, unfortunately, folks, this is not all um, song and dance. It is the holiday season. We hope to bring you some grins tonight. We do have some bad news we must tackle here at the top. Um. Firstly, the Oracle of Wrestling is fine. He will be here very, very shortly, probably within 20 minutes or so. Um, I'm sure he'll be as festive as ever. Our friend Bobby, as you may have seen, um, in response to today's news, withdrew himself from this program. We've been here for 68 weeks. Bob has been here for almost all of those. He was, of course, a founding member, a pillar, dare I say. Um, And I don't want to speak for him, and I don't have to, but I will say as a friend, um, I think it's unfortunate that he has let his irrational hatred for Mercedes Monet get in between a friendship, um, a bunch of friendships for that matter. Now, luckily, I can speak um, for myself, but Bob can speak for himself because here we have a video message from the man himself. Um, I'll let you guys be the judge of when this was produced and why. Bobby, take it away. Hey, everybody. Robert O'Neill here, uh, coming to you from an undisclosed location. Uh, sorry I can't make the show tonight outside of this video. Um, in light of the news of the day, it's just not safe for me right now. Uh, hopefully, you know, I can return next week when things have calmed down a little bit. Um, you know, this is definitely me, though. Uh, it's definitely... Uh, Today, here's today's paper to prove that it's today. And uh, yeah, that's uh, it's all I got. Thanks, guys. Could you make it out, Bullets? Is he dying? I mean, he sounded like he's he dying. Moment. I mean, I just, I don't know if I buy the today thing. Yeah, that seemed fake. He did, right? So, of course. Because of the way my brain works. All I did as soon as that video came up is get aggressively mad that I didn't know about this bit so that I could put a Cameo logo down in the bottom corner. <laughs> I don't know, man. He's a... He's a piece of shit. His handling of today's stuff was tough. Bro, like, he was very, very gotten to. Oh my god, he's Twitter circle. Oh yeah, some some of you, some of you guys didn't get this experience. Like Bob is aggressively mad that um, Sasha Banks may or may not be leaving the World Wrestling Federation. Um, yeah, he took the news very very hard. He was lashing yeah. out, um, but doing it in a way where no one could see it. Basically, um, I don't know. I'm I mean I'm not surprised. I'm just disappointed. Um, yeah, it's been a little much. You know, it's like, it's, you know, Joe, sometimes like the progression of an athlete um, and you see like this guy keeps getting better and you're like, holy shit, like this guy's going to become a superstar. And then he kind of plateaus and then he drops off and it was like, what the hell happened there? That's what's happened with Bobby. Um, He seemed like he was really maturing 
and reaching a new reaching a new level of <laughs> couldn't even get through it. As soon as I said, yeah, oh well. Yeah, no, you're right though. I mean, he was adding a lot of strings to his bow. He started like watching random. Like he remember when he was like, I watch New Japan now. Remember that part yeah. of Bob's life? Like yeah, watching him kind of complete and you know polish his skill set. Now he just fucking logs on every Wednesday night and kicks the shit out of Dynamite, and you know. He's, right. he's gone back to the boot leather. I mean, I can't believe it. He's sending me fucking pictures of Titan Towers, like, just randomly in my DMs for no that fucking reason. Weird, yeah, bro. like, I don't yeah. get it. Yeah, I was telling Jay Show Monty does that with pictures of Tiffany Stratton. Like, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Did it to you too? Dude, I popped so huge when I saw she was nominated for Rookie of the Year. Jay Show? Tiffany Stratton. Oh. Like, did anyone actually suggest her, or did Monty yeah, just yeah. put him on the list himself? No, <laughs> um, I mean, it is suspicious, though, isn't it? Yes, it is. But luckily, um, didn't get everything wrong, did he, May? Hey? No, he did not. <laughs> he did not get everything wrong. Dax the fucking axe. Wrestler last of the night, year. Last night, added a cool four and a quarter to his catalog. Yep. Saturday, going to add another five. Oh, God, Saturday, man. Bro, I, it's disgusting how excited I am. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shouldn't be legal. Especially at that time, at Christmas. Bro, I'm going to like 6.30 p.m. my time maybe. Um, Christmas tree over in the corner of the room. And I'm just going to be watching yeah. fucking Dax just covered in blood. Yeah. And just, mm, Making that's the that real music, uncle. Joey. It fucking is, man. This, listen. In all seriousness, we do a lot of bits right now. I don't know if you've heard about that, guys. We do a lot of you know silly antics here, but I mean, I was watching some of the stuff with my brother earlier a couple of days ago. Uh, so, you know, the first two matches, and he was like, "When do you think they go over third? And I said, "In fairness to Jack Crosby, I said I think they have to leave it for a bit because they just beat the fuck out of each other. I don't think they can; their bodies can take it. Double dog collar is like, I mean, these fellas, they're gonna. This is gonna be." Horrific. They're going to destroy each other in there. I can't wait. So I'm going to ask a potentially stupid question, but I genuinely don't know the answer. Mm. Like, are they all four chained together? Is that how that works? Or is it like, I, they did they pair off? I believe they pair. Because um, that would be, if they're all chained together, that could be a mess. Well, they have their, they obviously have the, the established pairings they often go to uh, with Dax and Jay and, Cash and Mark, right? Is that's what they're for the first two matches of the series that they're the the pairings. Um, yeah, Dax and Jay have had a couple very famous or memorable incidents. I mean, I remember the first match. Manny tweeted the clip to this, but you know the the crowd was red hot and fucking Dax tagged himself in and he had that fucking you know that that Dax Harwood face and they got in each other's grill and they were talking shit. And then the second one, we got probably the resting moment of the year, in my view, which was when they put the fucking dukes up and started throwing jabs and right hands yeah. at each other. <laughs> it's going to be fucking awesome, man. Yeah. I can't wait, man. I mean, the rest of the card is like, who cares? I mean, and I don't think this was the plan at all, do you? I think Tony is so aware. He saw people were ahead of the gun club thing. and was like, well, fuck, we can't do that. Let's do something. You know, we have to do something else. Yeah. He's so online, bro. Like, he must have seen the talk about Final Battle card, you know? Oh, he definitely did, yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Um, they're still some... going gonna to add something stupid tomorrow night still, I'm sure of it. Like, not, like, great stupid, but, like, funny stupid at least. There'll be some zero-hour match that we're absolutely going to laugh at. 
What do you uh, what do you think is closing the show tomorrow or Friday? That is probably the tag match, man. I may yeah. I think Claudio's winning the belts. Maybe you go with that because I think the Briscoes are going to win. Um, yeah. Briscoes are probably going to win with the gun club interference that people thought we were going to get on Wednesday, I think. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting. I could definitely... I'm not trying to frame Jericho as like Hollywood Hogan, but I could definitely see him being like, fuck, I'm working Ring of Honor and I'm not going on last? What is this? Yeah. You know. Um, it's a weird one. It was... The card is not... I'll put it this way. I will be very surprised if you just... If you replace the Briscoes match with the Gun Club, I would be very surprised if the show was bad. You know, right? Like I'm very confident Jericho and Claudio will be good again. Um, Gun Club FTR would have been good, so on and so forth. You know, Athena and Mercedes, Joe and Juice will have a fine match. I didn't think the show would be bad, but in terms of like, you know, intriguing matchups, beyond intriguing, shit we just wanted to see, right? Right. It was like fucking starving before this. Now. I'll be honest with you, mate. There's there's a sort of romanticism to me with this situation. I mean, once upon a time, when you had a magical pairing, when you had a great dynamic that people liked, you had to keep going back to it to keep the fucking houses full. I don't know how many people are going to be there on Saturday, but let's be honest, I think this match has been put together because they need to put some <laughs> need to sell some pay per views, brother. <laughs> I have, no, I mean, I have absolutely no issues with them running this match again. I Claudio Jericho is a mistake if Jericho's winning. Which he might be, I don't know. You mean Claudia, a mistake? It happening or main yes. event? Yeah, it's it happening. Either one, yeah. Yeah. Claudio and the Jericho Appreciation Society is a bad idea. Um. Plus, they really hammered home the point that they were going to be fucking done with each other after this show. So you would think that they aren't going that route. My only thing is like, wasn't his fault, circumstance, whatever. But the way he won the title the first time just felt kind of weird. It's very hollow, yeah. And like, I would hate for him to win the belt again and it not be the end of the show and not be like the big crowning moment. Plus, you could potentially have somebody interrupt his celebration. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know who, but I'm just saying it's possible. Um, I don't know. Nigel McGuinness. How yeah. do you feel about Nigel uh, as like the new head coach of the Combat Club? No. There shouldn't be a new head coach of the Combat Club. What, who's going to fucking call the plays? What do you think they're going to do? They go Moxley, for... man. Oh, come on. He never they're... coached anything. What Nigel doesn't have about, any man? ties to those dudes. I mean, a couple of them, I Bro, guess. But like... Think about it. Him and Mox, Les Thatcher trained. Worked Claudio 15 fucking years ago. Him yeah. and Brian. I guess you're right. You know? I think it, I honestly think it makes sense. And he's English. I wouldn't do it. Pervert. Um, no, it will not. It will not draw as much. There's absolutely diminishing returns. When, you, when people have seen it already, it is what it is. Um, but I think the pay-per-view definitely packs an extra punch. So it's not so much about drawing as much as the last one. It's about giving this thing some life at 4 p.m. Eastern. You know, you got to give people like... this. Was, I think this thing could have died before. I'm not sure it would be good yeah. now for the numbers. But fuck, man, the, the talk was ne- very negative. So my actual read on this Jericho-Claudio match is, is that Jericho's losing. They're pretty much going to quit doing Ring of Honor on AEW TV. Um, yeah. Jericho ain't working fucking Ring of Honor TV tapings. I'm sorry, he's not doing it. Um, like, I think he's like 
Tony sure seemed, and of course I haven't heard it. We've only read like I've only read the tweets. I'm sure Joe hasn't heard it. He's not that big of a loser, but like, um, you know, it's such a backhanded compliment. But either way, um, it sure sounded to me like we got a fucking announcement coming this weekend. It is um, happening this weekend. So I just you put the belt on Claudio. Juice. Yeah, Juice probably wins. Yeah. Wardlow. Um, they may change like all the belts, honestly. I I think there's a real chance they change all the belts. I like, like Garcia, but yeah, the other one. Yeah, that's true. That would be the one exception. But like I I think Athena's winning. Um Athena's def- a lot, I think. I'll be yeah. stunned if you don't beat Mercedes. I definitely think the embassy are be- beating Dalton and the boys because why are you doing the match otherwise? Yeah, that would um, be brutal. Like, I think they might fucking change everything except the pure title. Juice. I have no choice but to assume that Wardlow is going to be the finish of the Juice match. Yeah. Only because I have no earthly idea why you would book Juice Robinson versus Mojo otherwise. <laughs> he was talking about being okay with Juice defending the belt in New Japan. I saw, and like, yeah, no, fuck he's talking about. I like, mean, look, man, let's be clear. If Juice is winning, he ain't winning clean. He's only winning because Wardlow. Yeah. Kiwi's probably right. We've done this with Song and Dance with Joe before. Yeah. I just, legitimately, as someone who relates to Tony's Smojo standum very much, I have no earthly idea where he has plucked this matchup from. It's so interesting that I want to know if Joe asked where it's, like, this yeah. is, again, I'm not saying it would be bad. I think it would just be whatever. But it's like, it's such a weird matchup, right? Like, the, the styles and the, the way, like, who's the heel? Yeah, it's, it's just a weird match. It's, and you know, I, I um, I'll be honest with you guys. I'm, I'm still happy it's this and not Wardlow. I, I have no interest in the Wardlow thing, and I wanted something kind of weird for final battle. So on that level, I appreciate it. Right. I just the idea of building the whole thing in terms of the the marketing around Joe, and then being like, yeah, he's resting juice. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> you know, it's, it's interesting. Um, the Wardlow thing, man. It was tough last night, you know? Going out there after Derby had just had that match with Joe and it was you were sitting there thinking, fuck, these guys could have a six-month program, you know? Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's an interesting situation with Wardlow. I think in a lot of ways it was a mistake putting him alongside and now opposite Joe. I think there's certain holes in his game that have been really highlighted by being alongside and opposite Joe. You know, like, I think he's just... Did you see Joe's promo on social last night? Yeah. Fucking beautiful, man. Did you see the Briscoe's promo they posted a few minutes oh, ago? fuck. Terry Funk talk, bro. Yeah, yeah I saw it. Um, God bless, man. I, ben, I agree with the point about, look, I, I think this is about 90% of the roster. Miro, I think Miro's fucking awesome. Everyone knows my take on Miro. I, he would be one of my top probably five guys on the roster. I think he's incredible. I will say, though, I said a while back, like, we know... Those of us that are in the game, you know, smart to the biz, right, May? Yeah. <laughs> Those of us that are in this shit, we live it. You know, we're very aware that Joey's on the last leg here. You know, he's been going around. He's been going for a long time. Samoa Joe, to the AEW audience, the people that feel the stands, he's just not perceived as being an old fuck. No. I don't really know why. I don't know how he's escaped it because he's been on national TV now for 17 years. But he is very much perceived as a, like a current star. And um, I think that shows a lot in the way the audience turned. I mean, he, last night, there was one point, I don't know if it was in the ad break for you guys, but he, he was beating the shit out of Derby. And they, kept, they started doing the dueling chants. And it was, you know, 
the Joe chants were louder. It was like he's a big time deal for that crowd. Um, well, part of it, like Duke said, is he's just like he's fucking cool, man. He's like the coolest dude on the show. It just for sure. I also wonder how much the audience actually just knows him as the guy who, quote unquote, should have won the WWE belt, and that's their like frame of reference for him, you know, rather yeah. than like nerds like myself where it's you know. Oh my god, the guy who fucking nearly killed Necro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just I'm very bullish on things right now, um, which is hilarious after last week's show. But um, recognize the fact that, that that could turn again very quickly. But they do good shows, man. That show last night was fucking awesome. Um, I personally haven't really cared about the Ring of Honor thing, but stripping it out of the TV will probably make everything feel a little bit fresher. Um, just Ring of Honor getting a TV show will be fascinating and fun to follow and see how what the hell happens there. Like things mm. shifted a little bit, I think. Not, I'm sure not for everybody. I'm not, but I'm way more excited than I was 24 hours ago. Like they have 25 hours ago, I guess. Whatever. They have some incredible pieces, and as always, the best episodes come when Tony gets out of their way. It's just, I mean, that's where we're at with wrestling. We talk about it a lot, like. Of course, Ricky did that in that spot. You know what I mean? Like, that's how, an old timer, man. It was great. How long have we waited for Ricky to get that chance? You know, like yeah. it's 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 not. Um, it, it, I think, in fairness, I don't want to talk for you. I'll talk myself here. While I think last night's show is objectively great, uh, whatever that means. Sorry, Oracle. I will say too the way that they produce their show, your your uh, enjoyment will very much correlate with the wrestlers they feature oh for sure and last night featured probably the best Samoa Joe match in a fucking decade and an FTR main event <laughs> in that sense I am I'm aware that I have to be careful with my emotions a little bit you know what I mean like that was that was something bro that was right I think that was one of the top 10 shows I've ever produced um yeah, Joe really might good. be a little bit higher than me on that but like so Ricky Starks um, I think it's important to note that a lot of guys, guys who were really good, who were really fucking great even, the first time they get that spot, don't exactly deliver. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I thought it was fucking incredible. It helped, of course, that he was saying stuff that a lot of us already felt about MJF. Yeah. Um, that obviously didn't hurt anything. It was kind of a easy promo to do content-wise, certainly not delivery-wise. Um, his delivery is what makes him special. Um, I don't know. There was just there was a lot of stuff on that show. There was, you know, we got um, honestly there wasn't anything bad. The one match I was worried about being bad was not bad at all. It was pretty good. Um, man. It was actually pretty damn good. Um, the chat's talking about like. Fucking hell, man! Red Velvet. She's she's been good she's for a while. Good she really man. She's actually like she's legitimately good. Yeah. Um, I was gonna do a whole bit, and I've decided not to do the bit. But her and Sky Blue together are they had like legitimate chemistry immediately. I want to see way more of that. Um, I was gonna do a whole bit about it being a fucking all time feud that was gonna clearly be me talking about Ricky Starks and MJF, but then I was gonna pivot, but. I'm just not in the mood to do that bit. Um, but either way, um, 
<laughs> I I don't know, and it's interesting too because I don't know what they're doing with her. Something's up. Yeah, because she's not happy. Like she I mean, makes we know very clear. Look, we know he's beating Jade now. Ain't no fucking way you're beating Jade until you get this new signing in. <laughs> if that's a real thing that's happening, there is no way Jade should lose until she wrestles Mercedes. If we're being like seriously, that is a big thing, man. That match could be box office. I have. Let me check again. Uh-oh. So I'm it's interested just... because. Uh... Sean tweeted like hours ago now that he had a, a story coming about her. Oh, and he still hasn't tweeted it. He still hasn't put it out on Select, which makes me think that like he's finding more stuff out. That could be totally wrong. I could be reading that totally wrong. Yeah, he did just have COVID. He might still have it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that crashed. <laughs> he's still tweeting though. Oh well, there you go. There's he, probably stuff developing for sure. He tweeted uh, four hours ago. I've asked sources within New Japan. I've asked people within WWE. I've asked AEW FightfulSelect.com soon, and it's still not up. So I'm just like, I'm wondering. Oh, okay. Apparently, it's up now. So. And she's gonna say that she's some of Impact. Oh my God! Speaking of Impact Wrestling, it's Mister Total Nonstop Action himself. We have our, our third man in the booth. His camera is yet to show for me. Shoe, is it showing for you under the no. screen there? No. Let's put he him on w- there anyway. Oh, <laughs> uh, there he is. The Oracle of Wrestling. Oh, my God. Uh, my internet's shit right now, so I don't know. Okay. Have you heard the news? What news? Mercedes Monet. Oh, it's, it's 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 like what happened? She's headed to the Tokyo like, Dome. Are you talking about the Mike? Are you talking about the Mike Johnson report? Yes, she's headed or, to the Tokyo. Is there like actual stuff now? Um, there's not actual stuff to pair with that. It's more just a lot of guesswork based on her going to the dome. You oh, know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sean's <laughs> report is basically AEW talent are very excited about the possibility of her coming in. <laughs> Oracle's internet just lagged while he took a bite of pizza and he's like, it's... <laughs> what was that shoot? Sorry. AW Talent are very excited about the possibility of her coming in. I just remember her potential anchor. Yeah, your internet's kicking the shit out of you right now, boss. <laughs> Look at Oracle. Yeah. Oracle's bless his heart. He's getting our. You can tell from his. Reactions that he's getting our comments on a delay. Yeah, look at him though; he looks happy, doesn't he? Yeah, some pizza. It's a Thursday night, you know. Impacts on. Oracle, you may want to go try unplugging that modem and plugging it back in, pal. (laughs) I don't think that's it. I think it's the the laptop. Okay. What's the could be Streamyard? Because I had to report me. Yeah, hold on. I'll I'll be back. I'll be back. All right, mate. What's the last sentence of the report, mate? Push them all out the way. <laughs> when mm. asking with New Japan sources, they would not confirm or deny the news, which is usually something they'll quickly deny if it isn't true. So here's the thing with this, in all seriousness. There is definitely... I know this was a deal that she was looking to secure with WWE. Right? I think everyone knows this. This has been out there now for a long time. 
the talks with WWE, a lot of it was about very much similar to what Brian Danielson was trying to achieve was being able to work Japan and do certain things outside the company. Um, do not dismiss that being a possibility. I think it's important oh, to know, sure. right? Because that could definitely be a thing that, that, especially with the new regime, they try to work out. Um, however, there are certain moves in terms of her trademarks and such. And I think just the general read that she appears to want to get over Mercedes, not Sasha Banks. Um, it feels like it's a thing that's going to happen. The thing, the LA show, like I'm just going to be real. And this is probably unfair to many great wrestlers who it could be. I'm sorry, Matt. If it ain't, if it ain't Mercedes, they've made a mistake. It's a now, month away. Yeah. Yeah. It's a month. Like, that's a long time people get excited. When they've never done something like that, you know? A month? Nice. I, you know, I made tweets today, but I was mostly just popping myself. My real read on it is that I still don't know what the hell is going to happen, but it definitely feels more possible than it did weeks ago. I've always kind of dismissed mm -hmm. the thing as an actual being a real possibility of happening. Um, mm -hmm. It at least now feels like it might be possible. Like, that match doesn't make any like that's what I was talking to Bob about this earlier. Sorry. Because last last night I didn't even consider that it'd be her. Um mm -hmm. I immediate my immediate thought was it's Kyrie. Um but like when you look at it, it sure fucking seems set up for her, like in every yes. way. In every way. Like doing it in LA, building for a month. You know, if it is her, they got to kind of do what they did with Punk in terms of they need to make it very clear it's her without actually saying it's her. They need to make it very clear it's her. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, um, there's also, I think, I could definitely buy the idea that, like, on a sort of emotional level, there's there's a motivation to do it with Soraya too. You know, obviously that was a whole thing, and yep. I know they've kind of uh, dealt with that on a personal level, right? And both kind of been there for each other for what was obviously, that's a very traumatic thing. Um, yeah. Poor Oracle. But yeah, it's so just, it's just going to be us tonight, pal. That's all right, mate. Nothing wrong with that. You know, a little bit of classical music, slide <laughs> down a little bit, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I think, uh, I think it's, a, I think it's by far the most interesting scenario we can come up with right now in wrestling. Oh, for sure. I think she's one of the best wrestlers in the world, one of the best wrestlers of the last 10 years. Um, she is and has been now for the last two years, three years, we've been talking about this. She is the biggest possible name they could feasibly um, sign. She's a big-time name, but part of the appeal of this is that there is there are ingredients here that are, you know, that are deeper than graps, right? Like, this ain't just a great wrestler coming over. There is a certain mercurial uh, throwback, dare I say, star element to her, Mercedes. Oh, yeah. And I'm sorry, as someone who loves professional wrestling history, that intrigues me. Because when you're in that system, they fucking make everyone the same, and, they, and she is full against that, and I respect that greatly. I really do. Her being in a t business relationship with Tony Khan is like box office material. Because it's... <laughs> It's going to go a certain way. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's going to be something. The same is going to happen with this thing. Maybe good or bad, but it's going to be a story. Um, we'll see. I mean, I 
Jay Shell said it earlier, and I'll bring it up here because Jay Shell led it on that, thankfully, and fell on the sword for me. She said, like, as a fan of Sasha, there are certain concerns she even has in terms of like Mercedes shaping her own presentation. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. That could be a ride. Absolutely. So we'll see. Hello, Oracle. Seems better this time. Seems like it might be okay this time. Yeah. Mm. Seems like. The, the big thing with her is, and I don't mean this as an anti WWE statement at all. It's just reality. Her leaving WWE and writing a whole second chapter of her legacy outside of WWE. Yeah. Like, it changes her ceiling. It changes her perception and her what her career was yeah like, there's also nothing left over there bro yeah there really isn't that's a real thing that's a thing I mean, for a lot of them like the only thing left for her is to be like the actual face of the division i don't even think she wants to do it anymore because she has other stuff she wants to focus on in, in yeah. her career and stuff like i yeah people can look we can all discuss what her chances are of doing these other things but she obviously wants to do them and i don't think you can do that and also be the only run that's left for her in WWE that hilariously she never got was the, you know, to be the centerpiece. She just never, they never did that with her, which is hilarious. But that's a thing. That's just you know, WWE, right? Is what it is. Do you think Naomi, Trinity, whatever you want to call her, do you think that's the payoff to the Bow Wow thing? Because that was my read before, before today was that that was way more likely to happen than Sasha coming in. I mean, that still feels like a mistake on some level, you know? Well, sure, but... Bow wow. I know, but... I mean, you can't... I mean, what's, what's the payoff? Like... I don't know, man. They just forget about it. I, that would be perfect if they just forget about it. <laughs> yeah. Oracle, can you hear us okay? Yeah, I hear you. Okay. <laughs> good. Good. Her um, joining the baddies, that, that would be... Uh, man, I don't want her playing second fiddle to... No, she's too big. She's been doing that her whole career. She's too big of a name to play, uh, to play sporting actor there. She still would be one of their more famous wrestlers, you know. For sure. I mean, I do. I, I do have some concerns, you know, about like Trinity's like in ring outside WWE could be like an adventure because she's definitely like gifted enough. She has the talent to have a good match, but. Her working with a clean slate could definitely have mixed results, you know? Like, I could see that being a thing. I have always, and I say this as someone who is genuinely a fan of her, I've still kind of always thought she was a little bit overrated in ring. Um, yeah. That's not to say she's bad. She's not bad. But, no. like, people, there's been, like, a perception that she's, like, a top tier, and I don't think she is. It's not a shot at her. I mean, it's hard to be that level. And I like I said, I still think she's good. I still like her a lot. I hope they bring her in, but... Yeah, I don't think she's, like, a super worker. She never got a chance to become what she, like... Because the thing with her always was that she was... People always used to pick apart her selling and stuff, right? And then when she got a singles push, in fairness, she did a really good job of that as the SmackDown champ. Yes, she did. I, I remember her in Electro having a couple of good ones. She had a one with Natty that was really good at SummerSlam. Fucking, like, we were all stunned it was good, to be real. Um, she, she, no, she, so when she got a chance to, she figured that shit out and knew what she was doing. It's just, you can't... There was times where she would be put in spots where you could tell that it's like, whatever, you know? What, what are yeah. we doing tonight? And she was in fucking eight different tag teams because, of course. Um, 
So it's interesting. I I think she was certainly capable of it. I don't know if at this point, you know, in 2023, Trinity's going to like reinvent herself as a worker. But I think there have been flashes for years of what she's capable of. It's just been hard. She's had such a weird run. She's always been around without ever really being pushed outside of that one right. WrestleMania run. Um, no doubt, if you know, if the stars align, she can have a really good match with a fucking Hikaru Shida. I mean, I have no oh, yeah. doubt about that. I, I mean, just I still, do worry about the lack of structure, you know? I mean, it's not like she'd be in the lower half of their division no. working-wise. No, God, just, no. She's just, I don't think she's like, some people put her at like the same level as, yeah. you know, Bailey and Sasha, and, and I don't think she's that, but she's still. The other I've, thing too is with her, it's like, that isn't a problem, but she's not, she's also not a promo. Yeah. You know? It's, just, it's trying to figure out how she would fit is just kind of difficult. That's always. Um, I mean, I it, would be I would be cool with her being with Jade if they were presented more as equals. I'm I just not. Still, yeah. She can't be Jade's sidekick. I hate. She's that's. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of them together, like as you know, yeah, friends or she can't be Jade's subordinate. Basically, is my point. She should be a baby face too. You know. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, she did the heel thing for a little bit, and she was actually pretty good at it, but she's a baby face. So people just like her. They always have. Um, you certainly bring her in if you can. I I would assume her and Mercedes would be in the same kind of programming for a little bit because yeah. this is the obvious thing. I'm just trying to wait to get my internet because it's – so I had to do the deal where you pull your battery out of your laptop and put it back in. My God. That's, that's how badly I needed a laptop. And uh, I'm just—it's still making those noises, you know, those boot up noises. So. <laughs> well, you—it seems like you're coming through better now. So. Yeah, you seem fine now. Yeah. Well, it's getting there. Her and Jade together at that basketball game fucking jumped off the page, man. You can take that to mean whatever you want it to mean, but seriously, like they well, look like superstars. I'm gonna say all this now and get off my chest before they do it and do it with like just one match graphic promotion. But in all seriousness. <laughs> So big time if you're doing this Mercedes Jade match. Okay? Oh, for sure. I'm talking press conference. I'm talking Michael Buffer. I'm talking real graps. You know what I mean? Like fucking. He has to be there, bro. What are we doing? It's been three years. He ain't brought in Michael Buffer. Do you ever watch WCW? Fake fan. We need Michael Buffer. We need records on the screen. Bring him back for this one <clears> match only. Speaking of real graps, let me tell you something. I got a text. I got a text message. Here we go. From Joe. <clears throat> the Oracle of Wrestling, he said. I said, Joe of Hal Holbert. <laughs> and he said, <clears throat> You want me dynamite? I said, Of course not. What happened now? And then he said, Joe Darby, you got to watch it. He said, mm-hmm. Alex gave it four and a quarter, 90 seconds in. I thought, Well. <laughs> <clears throat> something I'm gonna have to watch. So I fell asleep on the couch after watching some Wednesday, which is a really good show, by the way, on Netflix. I've heard that. Um, and uh, I woke back up at about three thirty, three fifteen in the morning. Turned on Dynamite and I watched Samoa Joe and Darby Allen, and that's the best thing that's occurred on AEW television in literally six months. Um, in my opinion, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Samoa Joe, good call. It was outstanding. Um, Darby just bumped everywhere, and Joe made like faces and fucking rolled. yeah. He did. Um, it was great. Yeah, post match was good too. You know what was like the, one of the coolest 
little spots in that match. This is going to sound dumb because he does it in every match, but you know Joe's sequence with the atomic drop, big boot, sent on? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bro, like, Darby did a flip bump on the fucking boot, and Joe, like, looked at where he was at and was like, oh, I guess, and just fucking, he killed him on that, man. Like, he was like, what do you want from me, man? But you're right, that's, this, look, we've all seen, we've especially we reviewed Rampage back in the day, we've all seen Darby do this match from everyone, right? He worked the butcher and give him the whole match. It's always good, he's a great worker, but... Mm-hmm. When you plug in Joe's like little touches, like him doing all this shit and fucking flexing, mm. like it was a thriller, man. What a match! The spectacle. God. That's the word I kept using for it. Like, yeah, I haven't seen anything like it in a while. Fucking ruled, man. Yeah, That's good shit, man. It had some like, like there was definitely some of those necro ingredients were in there. Like you watched that other week, shoot. It was definitely there. Yeah. You could feel it. That yeah. Fucking power slam was incredible. Yeah, board. exactly. Yeah. When you know when I put my phone down. On the I on the armrest of the couch, face down, which I yeah. did about two minutes into the match. I was like, "Wait!" And it's fucking, I was literally like, audibly reacting to shit. Like, you know, uh, beautiful man. That's real professional wrestling. Where, like, seriously, where is Darby in the list of the best work in the history of AEW Dynamite? The show. Uh, he might be number one. Yeah. He really might be like because the TNT title run, he was fucking. Oh, he was incredible. He's he's very good, mm-hmm. very very good. I think there's a misconception. I like this is not the match to talk about because he did some ridiculous things in this match. But he's definitely someone who is often framed as like a spot monkey guy, and it's like no, no he's actually like a really good pro wrestler. Dude, I mean, he, he places stuff. He knows how to pace, yeah. sell, time, everything. Absolutely, I agree. He's more. Um, to me, in a lot of ways, I know the bumps. Jeff are, Hardy, or 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 like, he's yeah. just a better version of Jeff Hardy, in my opinion. I would, I think, in some ways, he's there's some raid to him too as a mm-hmm, TV. Absolutely, player. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. yeah. In some ways, I think he's actually as a worker. I think sometimes he's more raid than Jeff in some ways. You mm-hmm. know, like uh, mm-hmm. I, I understand the stunt, part especially there, with but... his timing. His stunts are more Jeff, but his timing yeah. is very much Ray. And the way he structures, yeah, uh-huh. I, he's. And when, when he makes stunts are more, stunts are more, or, or honestly, more depthifying than Jeff's, in my opinion. Yeah, like, oh, he yeah. does a fucking tope every match. He's gonna be. Oh, By the time Darby's four years old, he won't be able to fucking walk. God bless yeah. him. I'm still, yeah. I'm but. more convinced now, even though nothing's really happened. But I'm convinced he's gonna win the title one day, and it's gonna yeah. be a fucking. If they do it right, it's gonna be fucking incredible. Um, I I do have to say one negative thing. Have you guys watched back the Tope spot? You know, like with Joe moves. And... Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. I haven't watched it back. Mm-hmm. Bro, look, I ain't trying to kick the shit out of these guys we talked about a lot recently. Their call of that is one of the most, like, it, like I couldn't believe it. They didn't call it. Yeah. It was like, Tony was just like, Joe move right out the way. <laughs> it's like, fuck, someone scream. <laughs> I was screaming. Yeah, we Manny need- and I were going nuts. We need, we need JR's. Oh, my God. Honestly, oh, man, JR would have been fucking it. incredible during that match, man. Oh, yeah. That was like a death bump, man. And it fucking, they just like, they just like kept talking. It was like, I, honestly, that was, Chris said chat so bad. Like, if you guys know what I'm talking about, you, it was They wild. didn't shoot it that well either, honestly. No, which is They got replays of it quick, but it was like, everyone was the not the best angle of it. Yeah. 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 Demon Grin said it earlier in the chat, and he's right. Like, fucking. Darby's definitely been coming up with spots for that matchup for the last 12 years, you know, like fig- figuring out he's going to plug Sam Joe into the Darby match. It's like, it was a hoot, man. It was, it was a blast. Like, Joe, um, 
I don't think he's going to get the time to. But if you just keep feeding Joe like smaller guys, it won't be as good as Derby. But he actually can. I think he can kind of get this belt back where they want it to be, man. To honestly, you like, dude knows what he's doing with ten minute wrestling match. Like yeah. he's good at that. A lot of guys aren't good at that anymore. You know, like the one I said to you, you last night, shoot was Jack. Like I think Jack Perry would be a good guy. I beat him honestly. Just give me the match. I think they could have yeah. a great match together. Um, look, he is what he is. I, you know, Joe's not a guy who can give you a fifteen minute match anymore. But he's fucking compelling when he's out there. You know, and he can take that crowd on a ride still. That belt. I, look, I know I'm overstating it because that's my guy, but honestly, that TNT title match took me back to the, a different time in the promotion when it comes to TNT title matches. You know what I mean? Like, it packed up. It felt like a real spectacle. That's the, you know that word. Like, it's just it felt wow. special, to me. This isn't really your point, but honestly, that entire show kind of took me back to a different time. <laughs> a lot of people said that, yeah. Yeah, like it felt like yeah. I don't know. I hope they can keep it. I I fresh. <clears throat> Again, like I just, I'm not realizing it until they're saying that it might be gone. I'm really wondering what this show's going to feel like if they pull all this Ring of Honor stuff out of it. Like, mm, I don't feel much different. I just, it's I don't just know. branding, you know? I just want to see more of what they did this week. Next week's show looks awesome. Um, there are certain things that weren't on this week's show, though, that aren't, you know. Yeah, I wasn't going to bring that up. Um, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't want to watch the Elite versus uh, Death Triangle either. Well, honestly, I wasn't even referring to that until Shoot Pop and we don't want to bring that up, but the Jericho thing is a real thing. Like, Yeah, that too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, whether you like the Jericho appreciation or you don't like it, like, it is an exhausting presence it's, on the show. Yeah. It's like draining of life, you know? Because like, that's one thing about this show, and I'm, I think this is an interesting kind of modern wrestling psychological deal. Is like, this show, the two big matches on this show, no heels in the main event, right? And Samoa Joe is a heel, like, you know, I mean, he ain't fucking... It's not like he's out there, you know, telling the people to go fuck themselves. He's basically just Samoa Joe, right? I think there is a real increasing case that a professional wrestling roster in this day and age is best suited to only having a couple guys that are actual traditional heels. And everything that just came out of my mouth is jarring for me to say as a wrestling fan. If you know what, you know, my preferences, it sounds weird. But I think the crowds just, especially now, because they just like being on the show. They're having fun. They're partying. So, this is something that Cody used to say a lot, and everybody made fun of him about it. I did. I made fun of him. Yeah. But I kind of. You can just cry. I kind of. I I kind of don't think you're wrong. I think. <laughs> I just you need the problem is is that everyone does heel work the same now. Oh. Yeah. And so it's just like you only really need one or two of them or else. I don't know. I just I'm fine with the idea of, of people just being like kind of dickheads like Pax talk. I do that every time. Joe, but like Joe was a clear heel last night. Like he beat Darby off the bell, but it, it wasn't didn't feel like he was like interrupting our enjoyment of the show. You know, yeah. like I don't know. It's an interesting thing. I, I'm not sure. I think this is true, too. Look, like I think this is a big part of it. I is agree. We spent forever just getting hammered over the head over and over and over by the World Wrestling Federation. Just as like the promotion was a heel and everybody was a heel. And it's like you you didn't have baby faces. All the baby faces turned heel so they could get over. And it's like it's that. it's like the opposite. Well, of that. Well, it's me. 
the running story in WWE for a while was the baby faces are fucking losers and they only stop being losers when they turn heel. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's that like, is you the story. Remember, yeah. remember Joe, I used to talk about all the time about the big thing about AEW was optimism. Yeah. Like that was my, the first two years. Of, it was just, it was an optimistic promotion. You want, and you want, I'm not even talking about like as a whole, I'm talking like you watch the show and you had a hope for like the guys you liked and the, yeah. you didn't have that in WWE. And I think they are getting better at that. I don't, I think oh, I yeah, Bianca Butler is a good example. They yeah. never pushed her as a loser. They pushed her as like good. Yeah, but that it was makes it one on Monday too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I mean, yeah, it's <clears throat> you know we don't need more than one MJF on the TV show. Um, yeah. That's for sure. Um, I actually, Bob and I were Cut talking the about the music. Bob hated that. <laughs> Bob fucking hated that MJF promo last night, and I, that's fair. I. For whatever reason, for me personally, his shtick works better when he's talking to someone and not just standing yeah. in the ring fucking rambling on. Um, he was also, I mean, look, I would love to come on here and do the bit of like, oh my God, fucking Ricky packed him up. Like, he was obviously also setting the stage for Ricky's throat. Oh, right? yeah. Like, no, clearly. You know, um, I saw some people, look, I, I've said this, I'm a Ricky guy. If you ask me a picture, I'm take Ricky, but... This segment was not like, oh my god, he fucking lit him up. Like, yeah, obviously he did. That was the point of the segment. He's a heel, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry, like I'm, I, you're never gonna convince me that MJF thinks Pebble is good. He's doing that shit on purpose. Like, yeah, I hope so. Not, no, I'm not, and that that's not the. It's supposed to be bad. That's different. He's well, he's lame as a heel. Yeah, you know? that's the point. But he's that's again different when he's setting himself up to get fucking dunked on, where he's just in right. a 15 minute in ring. Yeah, um, it's a totally different vibe. If he and thinks it, his lines are good, then whew, yeah, we're in trouble. Um, yeah, I thought he was much better this week. But again, like I said, it's different when he's delivering it to someone, not just fucking going on and on. But um, I don't know. There's there's a lot of stuff in play right now that feels like things could get interesting. May not. Um, it yeah. sounds like the opener t- tomorrow night is something fascinating. Um I don't even know all the details, but I just know that Alex, who hates professional wrestling now, fucking loved that match, so I'm fired up for it. Um, <laughs> we won't talk about the rest of the show. Um, I pumped my fist when uh, like Alex loved the Joe Dobby match. I was like, this is good. Good for Alex, you know? Yeah. But I went on after the show, and he was like, Raven was okay. <laughs> did, you, did you see like his take? I don't even know. He said that the... Uh, yeah. Uh, to him, all it was was one team was clearly better than the other team. <laughs> I thought, I was just trying to rewatch. I thought Burns was there. I thought he was every bit. Max is, you know, he's not as good a worker as the other guys. But I, thought, I actually thought Burns was very much on their level. There was a couple spots that seemed a little off, but overall, I thought the match was fucking awesome. Um, I really liked it. Great drama, too. Yeah. Yep. Dude, I, fuck, I thought FTR was winning for a second there. Big rig. Yeah. Yep. Fuck, man. They're going to drop all the other belts and then come back and win the AEW belt. That's what I think is going to happen, too. I think yeah, they're right. going to drop this one on Saturday, Tokyo Dome, and then they're working AAA between, right? They're working at December yeah. 20. So. I think, again, could be way I think people are getting they way out of them. For Saturday? Yeah. Brother me? All right. Okay. <clears throat> Famous stream guy Joe Holbert is gonna have to try and hook up the Oracle like, of Wrestling. <laughs> Bob's you. the guy to ask, bro. Yeah, he does drugs. 
I think uh, I think people are getting way ahead of themselves when they just automatically assume that they're going back to the World Wrestling Federation. They don't want to. They want to stay yeah. in AEW. They just need to, you know, Tony. They only need to talk. Yep, I they think this I, for the longest, bro. They love Tony Khan. Tony Khan mm-hmm. loves them, but it all yep. gets fucking weird. You know? Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think they're winning the belt to Revolution. Could be way wrong, but you know, yeah. I, think I think it's coming. Claimed FTR too. Yeah. Um, you skip, look, Which I, will, I, that's gonna that'll upset the people who pretend they're not good, even though they know they're actually good. They did a lot for the acclaim last night. Oh yeah, they love there those was, guys. Well, yeah, obviously they help every tag team in the division, but you know, right. for some reason they're framed as these outside mercenaries who are gonna fucking leave, even though they've actively helped all of the teams and regularly vouch for them, and you know, so on and so forth. But they help them a lot. Like I know I do this this bit a lot on these shows, but. My dad always just perceived FTR as the tag champs, and the acclaim. He didn't even really care who his belts or which. Right? He says they're the tag champs. So I think that's a very fair conclusion to the reader yeah. watching the show, bro. I can't put like over enough the way he fucking the way they transformed their perception last night. Acclaim transformed it themselves. To be clear, I'm not just saying it's a carry job. What I'm saying is that match and the way it was pre- presented, it made it brought the acclaimed onto that top tier. Yeah. You know, which is Bucks, FTR, and in, in AEW, Lucha Bros, Pop, Oracle. But Lucha Bros, that's their top tier, right, tag teams. Right. It's like, I think they're obviously there in terms of popularity, but now they feel like really established that level. They're, they're in the big boys now, you know. It was great. Man. I thought it was an old school. I, it really brought me back to like, um, in a weird way, it didn't remind me. <clears throat> a lot of FTR's greatest matches remind you of, you know, Southern fucking old school Southern graps and, this reminded me of like fucking golden era Fed tag, like with a heart foundation or some shit. Right. I know that sounds like a bit, but like you know the way the crowd was reacting. Mm-hmm. There wasn't like a great heat. But like FTR got a little heat, but it was like whatever because they didn't want to work a limb or anything. They're working babyface, so it very much had like it had that um, uh, that sort of theatrical element to me with the false finishes. I don't know. I can't explain it. I have to rewatch it a couple more times. But oh, it was a great match. Loved it. it was very good. The one yeah. thing they're so good at structuring their matches. Like all time good, man. I I don't know. Like we're we play it up just because that's how that's how we are and we you know our Joe and I are very similar in that we like to be fucking contrarians and um and you know we see stuff and we see people get mad at people we like and it makes them makes us like them more. But the the FTR stuff is genuine, man. Like they're probably my favorite tag team of all time. Yeah, last year's been crazy. And it's they're not done, so bro, I love that you said fucking Joe and I are contrarian while Oracle sat there. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> the famously traditional takes well, of yeah, Oracle. Like, I don't I don't think Oracle Oracle, you can tell me if I'm wrong. Maybe I'm totally wrong. Like I don't think people liking someone makes you not like them or People not liking the wrestler you like makes you like them more. That doesn't strike me as your personality. That's definitely me and Joe's personality. Oh, <laughs> Gallows and Anderson. <clears throat> no, no. I mean, no, you just the Oracle of wrestling just does. Yeah, he just does the Oracle of wrestling. Yeah, I mean, his takes can be contrarian, but they're legit. Like they're actual his real takes, and they just happen to be I different. Mean, people than the people main. make the Lucha Brothers joke, but I do kind of like Pentagon. He kind of pops me. You do. You picked him like seventh in the draft. <laughs> Yeah. You just don't like Phoenix, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah no, I, I'm definitely like half of my favorite wrestlers I became a fan of because we didn't like them. Yeah. 
people not liking the wrestlers I like definitely makes me like them more. Now, I I will say that I don't I don't go so far as to like pretend to like people I don't like. I I don't have that in me. Joe Joe has Joe can do that. Hangman um, and I were really keen on wanting to like carry and cross. <laughs> I, mean, I definitely have like ironic. I, I definitely have ironic taste, like for example, like somewhat. But like, I don't know. Like, I can see, for example, that Jinder Mahal didn't have good title matches, but I thought he was an interesting champion. One of the Orton ones were good. That's definitely mm-hmm. a shot at you, Manny. St. Louis. Remember the one in St. Louis where the legends were there? Mm-hmm. It was good. The match yeah. uh, AJ was good. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not the matches were terrible. I mean, they're just unbelievably bad. Especially the SummerSlam one. Yeah, it was god awful. Oh my god. Oh fuck, man! That match was so bad. So bad, man. So bad. What are we talking about? Ginger Like I, I thought, Ginger was a like I thought he was decent. I thought he was an interesting champion. I thought his promos were decent. I thought his presentation was good. He just, you know, his matches suck most of the time. I was watching a clip with the Singh brothers. They were on um, the Briscoe Bradshaw pod. There's a clip come across my YouTube, pop me. And uh, they were talking about, you know, like when Randy said we were good, that got us over with the boys. Because <laughs> Randy probably was like, these guys will fucking die out there, man. Yeah. Fucking throwing around. And they go, this is like to me, <clears throat> this is the most fed shit ever. So they're like, yeah, you know, Jinder's told us the rules, you know. We've got to be the last to leave the shows. We'll fucking sweep up the locker room afterwards. And it's like, I'm seeing the listeners. Oh, fucking New York will never change. And they go, you know, the Usos came up to us, man. They were like, we see what you guys are doing. You know, old school, respecting the business. <laughs> I was like, awesome. fucking, fucking WWE is forever in that way, isn't it? Just all shit rules and laws. and That's fucking hilarious. Do you remember when there was a story about <clears throat> Leo where it was like, <clears throat> Leo Rush, they told him to carry everyone's bags. And he was like, no, <laughs> fuck off. I ain't doing that shit. They, they're just that, that old school mentality, bro. Never will leave that place with it. Yeah. I hey, here's that. the thing. <clears throat> That's the kind of shit that I think like is stupid. I'm actually not entirely for it. I mean, but like I'm much more interested in like heels and baby faces trying to keep some semblance of kayfabe. I mean, it's dead, yeah. but like not hanging out and fucking like, you know what I mean? I get you. It doesn't, that's never bothered me, but I understand it for sure. I mean, I mean, you know, there's there's exceptions, you know. For example, <clears throat> Sony Deville's place getting invaded. Okay, that's you know. Yeah, when people made that, case, I mean, that when that's when real life shit like that, that's whatever. You know. Do you I mean, remember that was like, actually like a thing people did? Did Cornette mm-hmm. do that? Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah it sounds it was like him. Criticized him for it, and I'm like, dude, yeah, that's a bro. like. I mean, there's there's no there's nothing. There's nothing to even comment on. There's no who no. cares. This piece of shit came in there and tried to kill them. Yeah. It's just like I mean my I, big know, thing with kayfabe. I'm not gonna go that far. Here's my ever. big thing with kayfabe. I have people can do what they want on Twitter and in real life and mm-hmm. keep it whatever. As long as it's good on TV, they can do what they want. My biggest That's issue, right, the Oracle of Wrestling. Right. My biggest issue with this shit is when these fucking wrestlers work their angle on Twitter and have these heatless shitty segments on TV. It's like, you made me read all of these dumb tweets and you're not even going to yeah. do good television with this feud, yeah. you know? Yeah, I'm with Damn's you. a lot. The, yeah. Especially in the fit, when they start doing their shitty, you know, hashtag raw tweets and all that crap. No. I mean, 
just do something good on the damn. It's I remember people they have nothing to do with. It's like, yeah, Dana Brooke and Carmella or whatever. LA Knight had a quote pop where he was like, they asked him about working angles on through, and he's like, man, I thought you got to do that stuff on the TV show promos, and I was like, fuck, glad someone wants to do that on TV. <laughs> LA Knight, <laughs> one of the last standing professional wrestlers, folks. And look, it's, it's different. If you're someone like Dana Brooke, God bless her, she's not got a lot of TV time, so she has to do her film on Twitter. Nothing wrong with that. But oh, yeah. if you've got a TV program, let's do some good TV before we worry about quote, tweet, dunks. I mean, it's just, it's boring. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Fed culture, will it will always pop me how ridiculous it is. Oh, dude, that punter got fucking blasted. That's a penalty. Oh, sorry. It's American football game off. <laughs> Um, That's all right. I just found out Ohio State won on a buzzer beater and watched it like eight times in a row. So, speaking of Ohio State, uh, at least, at least, at least y'all went instead of those pieces of shit Bama, right? Yeah. Saving it <laughs> on there and begging and pleading like a fucking child. That was pretty oh, wow. sad, wasn't it? Yeah. Very hilarious, though. <clears throat> Anyways, this, sorry, Joe. Is this sports talk? Yeah. yeah, we're done now. Yeah, we're done. Bro, I told you, bullets. I told you when it comes to sports, it's over, bro. Bro, we're done. You can't. You can't. No, tell me that. He's trying to get me to stop liking sports. We're working Which, on this, okay? That's like that's like that's like Matty Bullets number one man of sports. Yeah, man. You can't get Matty Bullets off of sports, brother. I'm trying to help him. If you saw what I saw, if, if you saw what I saw and felt what I felt on Sunday evening, you wouldn't even be making this case with me, brother. You don't need it, bro. You got to embrace the arts. No, you know <laughs> the arts. Sam Joe and Dex the X. Yeah. You don't need, you... need competition. Fuck competition. You know? We should spend the next two hours talking about whether wrestling is sports oh, or art. Oh, bro. Oh, my God. They all keep fucking tearing up the medium and making it what they want it to be. Just shut the fuck up. It's pro wrestling. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like, man. Oh, it's it's fucking both. It Jesus it Christ. Doesn't matter. It That's doesn't what matter. The... To be clear. It's both. B-O-F-F. Both. To be fair, I will say this. I will say this. I will say this. Yes. When you're nerds like us, on the surface, we treat it like art, yes. but it's not really. That's all. Here's the thing. Whether you brand it as art, sport, God, we're actually going to do it. Fuck it. We've got two hours. Yeah. It's irrelevant what you term it or brand it as. Yeah. The way you, the way you talk about and watch and consume and just, you know anything professional wrestling will be designed by the way that you watch it. Yeah, I have you, no you way. You can make it whatever you want it to be. That's you kind can. of like interesting. And enough, you know. I love that. The only problem I have of it is when people decide their way of watching wrestling and their yeah. version of wrestling is the only version. Oh, that is cool. fucking insane. That is like going to... Right. I'm sorry, I'm going to do the comp. If you want to go up there and do spreadsheets, great. Oracle, let me get in trouble. And... I'm going to do the comp one more time. I'm never going to do it again after this. Tear up and throw it away. Right? But it is like... The reason we do the art thing sometimes, the reason I do the art thing sometimes, because if you look at it through that lens, you will understand that there are fucking genres to this shit. And that's okay. You know? It's like going to the movies, Oracle, mm -hmm. and being like, I ain't seen that. That film ain't even a film, bro. It's fucking, you know, it's not even a horror flick. We ain't watching that shit, you know? I ain't listening to that album. It's not even a hip hop album. Why do I listen? That's not music. It's fucking insane. Let it be wrestling and fucking enjoy what you want in it. You don't have to watch all of it. It doesn't have to always be your taste. It doesn't have to all be fucking Southern Graps. It doesn't all have to be PWG. Right. I hate wrestling. wrestling. You, you, I mean, that fast forward button, brother, on the Elite versus 
Death Triangle? Yeah, Ooh, man. Like, for real. Like, right you there. know, <laughs> it's, it's a real thing, though. Legitimately. Like, and we're not even doing the positivity, like what you like shit. You can hate whatever you want to hate. Just don't yeah. tell other people. Like, you know, I think Bob's a fucking loser for watching Raw every oh, week, but that's his life, dude. man. Like, I'm. He's, and then he has the gall to say in the DMs that I'm unprofessional. Just, yeah. No, he's, he's, look, the genre thing is real. It's the truth. I'm sorry. I'm going to die on that hill. I fucking so tired of these Cornet stand weirdos. Wanted it to just be like one thing only, you know? It's like so exhausting to me. It's like, just fucking grow up. But but he's still pro wrestling, which is very lowbrow and aggressively dumb. And it's guys pretending to fight each other on TV. Always keep that central there in the you brain, go. you know? Don't lose, your, don't lose your mind on that stuff. People just Redneck have to ballet. It, You got to overcomplicate everything, man. Like, it's fucking whatever you want it to be, man. It's, it's the answer to it. I like it. My wife and I watch professional wrestling completely differently. We sit next to each other on the couch every week, and we watch professional wrestling completely differently. To me, even though I know it's not legitimate competition, to me, it's more like sport to me. Like, you know, athletes doing athletic shit. That's my definition of sport. I don't even think that's the right definition, but it's my definition. <laughs> my For my wife, it's theater. It's literally just... it's. Broadway, except it's fucking, you know, well, that's what hyper masculine Broadway. It's like that's why wrestling rules. It's a marriage of those things, you know. Yeah. It's like, and then she'll look at me and she'll, you know, I'll be popping huge at a fucking promo and she'll look at me and be like, that sucked. Like, I yeah, wasn't even the, believable at all. I'll be like, what are you talking about? Like, the problem is when your side of the equation gets mad at the characters. And then when Age's side of the equation is like, actually, every match needs to have a fucking 10-page story where it's a soap opera because yeah. that's what happened once in the Attitude Era. Did you see that great post that Lost made? Oh, oh my god, bro. Oh. You want to talk about, about art? It. That's art. We've what we've kind of got into art. that very loosely, but he put it beautifully, you know. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, go to at PWO Lost, but basically the idea that an angle used, and this is a thing that people genuinely won't even know what we're talking about here because this is so fucking old head, but he's right. Once upon a time, you would give like one fucking program on your card an angle. And it would be like a story. And the idea behind that story would be that that had like interrupted your regularly scheduled sports program where they did wrestling matches, you yeah. know? And I talk about a lot. One thing Oracle and I've got in a bunch, especially on Fed Dead, because their announcers are often bad on Raw. We've talked about how like when he was cheap, the announcer didn't even sell it anymore, right? Like mm-hmm. he got him. He got some help there from, you know, it's like, <laughs> and like the idea is it's like, fuck, you just stole the main event from us, you pieces of shit. That's what it should, that's the way Lost is, you know, Fred kind of taps into like a heel doing an angle, like, you know, throwing a fireball, shooting an angle, right? Like fucking yeah. busting a guy up. It's yeah. supposed to be like this disrupt guy just the show. It's not disrupt to the whole show. Yeah. 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 And and I find with wrestling, I'm not trying to it used to be better, but this is one thing we all agree the angles in wrestling kind of fall off, right? Mm. It's like I personally think there are a lot of things done in wrestling that are done because that's just how we do things in wrestling. And if you actually ask the people doing them why they're doing it, I, I think sometimes people would have no answer because, you know, the example I often give is, like, I'll, I'll go back to it because we just did it. Like, if you're going to protect your baby face by having the heel cheat, but the announcer is not going to put that over or sell that, you may as well have had the heel just pin the baby face. Right. Because they gained nothing from it, right? You, it didn't matter enough for you to be mad about it or to talk about it or to, to put it over or... 
That's the one thing like, Tony Schiavone's still tremendous at. Yeah. <clears throat> It's like, but he had that one. The one at the pay per view was crazy. I know he was probably doing his bit with Brit, but the one he he's oh, great yeah. at. But the Jamie call was like, what the fuck? When yeah. he was like, she earned it, deserved it. It's like, she just yeah. cheered three times, Tony. Fucking sell, you know? Because the other two won't do it. Um, it's like every time when I was a kid, and, and look, there were all the all the falls of, and this was just recently, so it's not even it used to be better necessarily, but well, recently is in like the last 15, yeah. 20 years ago, which I guess isn't recent anymore. Fuck, I'm getting old now. No, you're right, happens man. when you hit thirty. Um, but Jr. would like literally get mad every time, like a fucking you know, oh that yeah. son of a bitch, you know. Yeah, man. Like, and because the idea was the heels are taking this thing that we are trying to produce, yeah, a good old wrestling show, and they're fucking ruining it. These pricks, you know, that's mm-hmm. the idea. The thing it's... is, Ben Ben says this, and I agree. Le- legitimately, that's when AEW is at its best. Guess what they do best? Because they've been like that, and that's the one thing I will say is like, you know, the punk. I remember the Punk and Mox versus FTR yeah. match where they Pop. booked where they booked it on the show and it popped you huge. And I'm not, I don't disagree with you necessarily, but at the same time, it doesn't make a damn bit of sense to not have a full wrestling card for your that's wrestling cool. show before the wrestling show starts. Yeah. If you're gonna do impromptu shit like that, you know. If I, if my personal preference is you would do a match early in the show and you would have it go fucking one minute and you'd be like, oh shit, we've got, you know, we've got time to fill. Like I, it, that part never made sense. It, you know, it, it, I'm not going to pretend it's something that like bothered me because there were no alternatives at the time, but like, it really doesn't make sense to turn on the professional wrestling show and have no idea what the fuck's happening on the show that night. Like, it yeah. doesn't make any sense. Right. Like... I just think it has to, as long as it works in the world you're creating, that's always the key, you know. Like I think the way WWE does their TV, I think it's it's whatever because they, I mean, they their t- their style of TV is very particular. I don't know if right. it's good or bad, but like they don't even really talk about like match cards. Yeah, <laughs> sort of show up and fucking fling it. I mean, how they often will do on the film Raw, and like I think people forget this now because Sean will get the report, so everyone knows what's coming. But guys will often just walk out of a match somewhere and you don't know who they're wrestling or anything. It's just like, it's just different. You know? <laughs> I, that's, that's why I like Nitro so much because, like, all the way up until Russo came in, even like the weird like month and a half before he came in, yeah, they would have like, here's your card, you know, and it mm-hmm. would be just a whatever the fuck, you know, it might be Roadblock versus whoever, you know. Yeah, WCW generally had more of a sports feel. Yeah, generally. It yeah. obviously got away from the roots of the promotion as it went on, but there was always when they had a big time title match, it they would try and frame it as a sporting contest generally, you know. Yeah. Which WWF very seldom did. At the height of Brett's run, <laughs> they did it a little bit because Brett and Austin they had that. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Brett and Diesel, we often talk about Oracle. They had definitely a sports vibe. A lot um, of Brett stuff had a sports vibe, honestly. Yeah. Other than the, I mean, Owen, Brett was kind of a mix because he had the Owen feud, and, which was much more WWE yeah. drama and. Because yeah, the Sean Iron Man, they did the big montage. You know, <coughs> right? mm-hmm. All that shit. Yeah. That's the stuff we like. But I will say, you know, there's obviously, there's strengths to the other way of doing it. Sometimes, you know, on a night like last night, Dynamite structured format feels great. But then if they have a shitty card, you kind of go, fuck, I mean, I'd rather have some mystery that's in this thing. You know I, mean? yeah, I bring that's... this up a lot. Uh, sorry to interrupt, Shoot. No, you're fine. I bring up what Ben just said. The Brock Rock feud. And, and I know Shoot remembers the feud mm-hmm. in the build. That was so fucking cold. Remember when they did the build and they did like the video packages of Rock running up the, doing like yep. the exercises. I love Brock that like, shit, man. They were Brock went into the ice bath or whatever. 
I'll never forget watching that video and just being like super fucking pumped for that shit. It's it's done so rarely now that they did a. Remember when they did Moxley's title match in Cincinnati and they did the video package of him running fucking jogging around the city of Cincinnati mm-hmm. and like running up mm-hmm. alley. I was fucking losing my mind because nobody they don't do that shit anymore. They did it for um when they did the Iron Woman match with Bailey and Sasha. They they like tapped into like oh they did it. yeah mm-hmm. you're right yeah that's right I forgot about that that was good too um yeah I honestly my favorite literally my favorite thing about AEW is that. I know the card when the show before the show starts. Yeah. I know what's happening. Um, it makes it feel more like that's the thing. Like people remember how literally people took sports based presentation and then they like yes. made fun of it and like that's what they meant. And that's and they've done that. Like I agree. Yeah. It's I, I definitely I, I think I, I'm I, I will agree. say this for SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Lately, even when it was not even that good, they've actually done a really good job in the last year or so of like announcing the smackdown card and it's mm-hmm. a lot easier because it's two hours with raw they stay announce a lot but then it's like you got three hours to fill you know right sure i um, i just the only thing is i'm well i think anyone who knows my preferences and taste knows i agree with everything we say and i do think it is worth noting the there are some big time positives of like the alternative you no, know being able to setting up your main event in the opening segment or setting up, fuck that, setting up your main event of hour one in the opening segment, doing something in hour one that then leads to your main event of the show. Like, I think we've all seen the impact of that and the effects of that, you know, I, 20 plus I years ago. I don't disagree with you. I think, I just, like I said, I think there's ways you can do it within the structure Yeah. to make it sure. still feel like it's part of, you know what I mean? Like, you make yeah. it feel like, <clears throat> that's what I like. I know people get frustrated and I get it, but I even like that pretty much, even if someone's just coming out to the ring to cut a promo, you know that shit's happening before the show airs. We yeah. get the we'll hear from and I know you know because we get that MGF graphic fucking every week and people make fun of it, but literally you go into the show and it feels like they know what the show is, which yeah. is how it should feel. You know what I mean? It's not like you show up to something, you know, you show up to a fucking fight card and it's like, well, we don't know what's happened tonight. Like, mm-hmm. and that's where you could play into doing some of the stuff you're talking about. Like I said, you you do a match. And it goes two minutes or, or JJ brought this up. You could easily do this too. You could, you could do an angle in the, in the first hour that sets up a main event and you could say, we're going to do this match tonight. So this previously, you probably don't, you want to, you don't want to do, you do it with a lower profile match because you don't want to make people mad that you're not delivering the match to you. But you know what I mean? You say, we're going to move this match to rampage. And you still deliver what you said, you know, like there's ways you can, you can, I just there's, don't, I don't ever want, I don't want them to go to where all oh, there's two matches announced tonight. And we don't know what the fuck's happening. Like, I think there are, um, I do think there is something to be said though for, you know, like the, there are some of the great wrestling moments came from impromptu matches, you know? So it's like, you yeah, have to, fair. yeah, I don't, you know, it's, like if you were doing, we said this before, actually, I remember talking about it, like, if Orange Cassidy was winning the world title, if that would work way better if that was the yeah. thing that you just did on the night. And like I do agree with that hundred percent. That's the that thing. Be... If you this is where it's like there are there's some nuance to it, right? I know you're aware of this. I'm, what I'm getting at is the idea that sometimes you can start a show without this being a thought a thought, develop that thought, establish it, and then by the main event pay it off is like a magical wrestling TV thing. Yeah. 
Like, even this is going to pop people, but I'm being serious. <coughs> a couple of weeks ago, Oracle on Raw, mm-hmm. bear with me, when they did the tag title change that I did a lot of me, I got a lot of memes and content out of with all cap, the all cap killers. Mm. That was, they wasn't even back on TV before the start of the show. And it's like, to us, while we're looking at through this lens, well, that doesn't really make any fucking sense. What was going to make it in the show otherwise? The idea that someone bought a ticket for Raw, not even sure they'd see their favorite wrestler, and by the end of it, they were the tag team champions. Like, there is something magical to that to me. And I think as a fan, if you think about your own, mem- like, there's definitely a, me- a moment similar to that for you, you know, where it's like, no, fuck, they're going to win the belts tonight? They're going to do this time? Like, again, it goes back to the conversation we just had about wrestling is, you know, you can do these things. There's a million ways to do it. Um, generally, I think you should try to add some detail in terms of how the matches emerged and what that's, you're doing. That's just, my thing is you can find ways to, yeah, you know, like I, like I, for me, like the big, you know, the Orange Cassidy example we talked about, like it would probably be, we're going to do a battle royal at the top of the show and the winner's facing the world champion in the main event and Orange Cassidy wins. And you're like, wait, What's happening? That's better, would, yeah. Yeah, like as opposed to it, just or even just an open challenge. Can even do, you know what I mean? Like, I'm go, I'm gonna wrestle anyone, and mm-hmm. his music hits, and it's like, holy shit, wait! And then he wins the belt. I mean, you can still. We're 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 basically agreeing with each other, but it's like no, we're not arguing. We're just talking about different parts yeah. of wrestling. It's, it's, it's like it's what we just forget. At, you know, there's kind of, there's ways to do both. There's ways to. To not make it seem like you didn't have anything planned for your show, but still. Yeah. I will say with Dynamite, part of why I sometimes struggle with the way they announce stuff is because they, we've talked about this a million times, but the way they rotate, it can make it, like if the top, if the lineup looks like shit for me, it could be like, oh, fuck. You know, no, I get it. Like if the guys you really like aren't on the show, then. Yeah, which happens a you, lot. <laughs> yeah. That's 100% fair. You know? Um, like, but I think, I honestly, in some ways, though, and we obviously you and I are different, but for for some people, even that's a good thing because you could be like, "Hey, well, I'm just not going to watch it tonight." No, it is a good thing, but yeah, it's like, it's a good thing that for the consumer. But it feels like a thing you probably shouldn't play into as a product, you know? Like right, but I mean that just comes with I agree I, the taste I, that you have, and for most just, people, there's going to be something on that show every week that there's somebody they like. I, or, I've talked about it before. I, I think it's actually something that affects them somewhat from a house perspective. I'm convinced of this. I'm the only person that said this, so I'm almost certainly wrong because someone smarter than me would have brought it up. But I am convinced that Dynamite being like, it could be anything, I think actually does hurt them as like a ticket product. I, I'm convinced of this. Because you buy a ticket and it's like, bro, you don't know. F- like if you go to Raw, you know you're probably going to see the main stars do something, right? Yeah. It's like with Dynamite, bro, you I haven't got a fucking clue what you're going to see. Like That's fair. I, I think it affects them as like a especially because now they've bumped the prices up, which I think was well. I think I, I think we're starting to see again. I haven't I don't follow it that closely, but I, I the stuff I've seen is like them going to these markets they haven't been to. Their numbers are going right back up. Of course, yeah. Uh, so I, I think some of it's just they burnt some of these fucking markets out. Yeah. Um, I guess I don't know. I, some I mean, of the I numbers. Th- their part of it is that they their prices are too high. And I, I don't think you're wrong. I do definitely think there's times where it's like, well, I don't know if I'm going to see. No, what people you, you I could be, a, see. yeah. Like, yeah. There are some lineups where he just approaches it differently. Like, he, he's kind of without rhyme or reason in that sense. Like, this wasn't yeah. like a name. It'd be different if he saved stuff for special shows. But like, this was just like a show. If you bought a ticket for this show, we well, had it on Wednesday. Last Thursday, you'd be like, what the fuck am I going to? Claudio and Utah versus Garcia and Hager is my main match. 
Rampage airs, suddenly you've got two big time title matches. Yeah. That, and that's look, there's a thrill to that. Trust me, I was fucking in the States in Atlantic City and like I was just had to live with those. It's fun, it's just fun. Right. But it's like I got lucky. If my main event was Matt Taven and Wardlow, I wouldn't be so thrilled, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's interesting. I it's just again, it's their way of doing things. And I I, I think there are you know, we don't need this here because we did it last week. You know, there are reasons to explore how they do things, but I, I think at some point people just have to kind of accept what they do and decide if they like it or not, rather than fucking going in circles talking about the casual fan and all that shit. You know, but I do think it's an interesting theory to kick around that from a live <coughs> event perspective, it could hurt them in some ways. You know, no, I yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, they pe- they seem to be. Well, again, I Jeff Jarrett's a carny, so, but. <laughs> By the way, how about that rampage whenever Jeff Jarrett was on? I did. Oh, I fucking popped huge, man! I. Did you see the finish oracle for that match? Uh, I can't. I had it on, but I wasn't really paying that much attention. What happened? So you know the lethal injection finish? Oh, or the so this bad. was cool, right? Lethal. Uh-huh. Yeah. Lethal injection. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck! I was thinking that was his backbreaker thing. Anyway, he did that, and Jeff hits the stroke while he does it. And but it obviously. Looked- Awful. The timing was so bad. And Jeff just sort of like fell to his knees and was like, "We got him." <laughs> he looks great out there. That was just a bad idea. Well, it's not yeah. like he's washed. He looks that great. Rules. He talked about um. He was talking about he's working with some promoter or someone who's like a, I don't even remember. I fuck. It's Jeff Jarrett, but like I don't. He seems really excited. Like apparently they're seen as like a hot thing to bring into your town so i don't know it's uh, i god i hope they keep this trend up they seem they're basically running like the west coast almost non-stop for the first half of next year they come to dayton randomly but for the most part they're in the west coast that winnipeg show i'm I'm bringing the ring of one of stuff back for dayton yeah i'm convinced that winnipeg is, is jericho versus omega I'm convinced of it. They're insane One, if they don't do that match in Winnipeg. One for Oracle. 2023 Jericho versus Kenny Omega. Listen, I ain't watching it. He cut a promo on his phone last night. Oracle. I'll probably, I'll probably, yeah, I'll yeah. probably, uh, I, I fast forward. I saw he was on some weird thing. I fast forward. Yeah. So what I do now with matches I don't want to watch, I usually just fast forward to the finish, see what happens, and then just, you know, move on. Yeah, real grabs. I think it's, <clears throat> I'm hoping that Jerry, he's not going to, but. I'm hoping that Jericho uh, retires. <laughs> transitions into <laughs> being fucking just be the legend babyface that wrestles sometimes. And yeah, he's not gonna. You, I know he's not would going. You, would to. you watch Jericho versus? Would you watch Jericho versus Lance Storm, Joe? Brian, watching Lance Storm do anything. I, I'm so glad that everyone else has finally cracked that fucking code. He's exhausting, bro. What the fuck? I used to have to put up with this. He's actually one of the smartest guys in wrestling. Go fuck yourself. He's going for a punch. How smart can he be? He's going for a right hand. He watches the table. He thinks it's good. He's terrible. Get rid of him. Someone move on. I told you this years ago, Shooter, didn't I? He's yeah. sitting with a fucking Impact logo behind him. Critiquing the business like he's Roger Ebert. Gene Siskel, for that matter, he couldn't even throw a punch. I still, I liked Lance Storm. I don't like current Lance he Storm. He couldn't throw a punch. A dork. Well, yeah. no one could throw a punch now, man. Like, bro, he's the one to blame for. He trained them all. <coughs> Fair. Well, true. Fair. 
You gotta Jericho's work safe. Touring Australia. You have to oh work safe. Whatever the hell Lance thought. <laughs> so I would like Cisco. Worker. <laughs> yeah, so was Kane. So was Kane, you piece of shit. Yeah. No what happened to him. I don't know how he turned out. Lance. Fucking Lance Storm. Come and talk about wrestling on these podcasts. <laughs> <coughs> Did you seriously train Dom? Yeah, uh, yeah, so did Jay Lethal. Oh, fuck. What a combo. It's all about lethal injection, brother. Dukes, so... <coughs> oh, shit. Woo. Genuinely, generally, not genuinely, generally, the people who say shit like this don't actually watch the shows, so that would be your main okay. answer. I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm going to do it. Within what Lance is saying, I get what he means. Hold on, hold on. I want to chill out. Not in terms of not getting it, but I understand saying. So what he's trying to say is, if their beef is that Moxie knocked him out for a shoot, that doesn't make sense because everyone's trying to knock each other out for a shoot. But what he's missing is that's never once been how they've presented or framed this. They haven't right. said he's mad because Moxley went against the rest of the code and knocked him out. What The reason he's mad is because he got knocked out. Right. In the same way that if a fighter lost a fight, they'd be mad about it. So I think what's happened is he's walked himself so much with the like anti-Russo shit that he's convinced himself they're doing something they've they've never once. Yeah, they've never said anything like that. They've never said like you know, Moxley went into business for himself and fucking KO'd him. You know what I mean? They've never done that. So why is no. he mad about it? Because that's what he's trying to say. Like I saw he was talking to Phil about it, Phil Lindsay, and he was like, "Every wrestler trying to knock each other out." So like, yeah, but he did knock him out. Right. <laughs> that's the that's the beef. That's how they presented it. Like that's yeah. how they presented. It. Like they also had beef before the match. By the way, right? They brought into the crowd at the start of the match. First ten minutes match for a crowd bro. Yeah, very Whatever. good match by the way. Very very good match. Hangman's gonna win that. Moxley's turning heel. I think you're probably right. Hangman kind of has to win that to be honest with you. They gotta rebuild him in some way, you know. I'm so excited for this to catch the match tomorrow night. Alex liked it. Uh, yeah. As soon as he tweeted Sumo Hall, it's like, oh my God. We can't talk about it because it's a spoiler, but that was one of the most insane things ever last night. I've lost my mind. Funniest, all time great, funny moment. The chances of that happening are like, oh yeah. Um, but yeah oh, with, with Alex. Mm-hmm. Alex being there, yeah. yeah as soon so as I, as soon as he fucking sent the picture, I just, I lost my mind. I just could not stop laughing. Us texting Joe in all caps. I, <laughs> oh. um, Didn't even care that I got the show spoiled for me because it was so goddamn funny that. <laughs> yeah, yeah Mox and Takeshita should be a good time, absolutely. Um, Dukes is booking in the chat. He says, Mox turns here in the first match, cheats to win, and Hanger wins in the Texas Death Match rematch. That'd probably be a revolution, right? Texas Death Match? That'd be awesome. Yeah. See, it'll be interesting. Hangman's obviously getting one of the main projects. I think Hangman and Darby are the two guys you would circle and, like, let's try and... I can't... I I can't back. get the idea of Sting just going to Darby and being like, it's fucking time. Like, I can't win the championship. It's time for you. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. I mean, it's I, better if Sting tries to win it, though. Oh, I want... I've been saying that the whole fucking yeah. time. I want that shit, man. Oh, the, oh, we need to do fucking MJF Sting at, at uh, Revolution? Well, I wouldn't do it at Revolution. but oh, I think I it's perfect it. for TV. Because I think it yeah. should give you yeah, a number. Yeah. You're right. 
You only need like seven yeah, minutes. For a revolution. Yeah. And then Sting would win. Pop. Um, factual, absolutely. He won at Pound for Glory every fucking year. <laughs> um, that was a good bit <coughs> yesterday. TNA, remember them? Um, God, I, I have to bring this up because it hurts too much. i got to get it off my chest. But like, talking about all the baby faces they need to give some love to. Where's the, Where's Eddie Kingston? Doesn't work there anymore. I miss him. He yeah. beat Junaki Armour in his dream match and he disappeared again. Creative doesn't have anything for him right now. Sorry to hear that. Poor Miro. I read that story. And oh, I was the like, Jaguars doing Tony. Not so good. And that's what I thought, you piece of shit. They said they haven't pitched. The story said they haven't even pitched anything to Miro. <laughs> Got fucking blown out by the Detroit Lions. What a fucking joke. I just missed. Yeah. I only like like four <laughs> wrestlers, man, you know? Could. <laughs> I had I had look I had two acts I like on a show the other night. That was fucking it really was Christmas, but we need the Mad King back out there. <laughs> Eddie's filming a TV show. Fair. That would rule, wouldn't it? It would, yeah. King does like he gets fucking cast like a Scorsese flick as like a <laughs> like a, t- a mob tough guy. <laughs> could you imagine Eddie in a scene with like De Niro? Oh, I try I'm gonna try my best too. <laughs> Eddie's in a six-man at the New Japan taping this weekend. I saw Fucking that absurd. Bobby Fish. Yeah. I Kenta versus QT. Fish. You see Bobby Fish's promotion of the match? No. He said, everyone loves Ed. Buy a ticket. I thought, I don't think they actually like each other at all, but okay. Fair enough. Um, Eddie Kingston and Raging Bull. Pop. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um... Okay, Brent has said, I posted in the Discord from Dave about Merit's Dave Meltzer, folks, those of you wanting. Said he's gone creative, he just didn't want to do it, so they're back working to get something for him. What do you reckon it was? What do you think the creative was? Back with Kip Sabian, win the World Tag Team titles? Hmm. Right, we got to do something about Kip Sabian. I need to talk they wanted to, to be about. a Russian again. Reese, you're probably going to hear this in like four days. But, bro, I don't know if you because you're still going with that bit. That Kip Sabian shit's crazy, man. I don't know how he's on TV. They definitely need to have like. Do you know the show the uh, uh, the world according to Jeff Goldblum? Yes. They need to have one called the world according to Eddie Kingston. Pop. It's for the Would streaming you, service. Bro. I'd watch the oh, shit that's... out of that. Would you be honest? Yeah, be... Of course. It's fucking. King, sounds like bro. he was. It sounds like he was supposed to be <clears throat> in the Ethan Page spot. <clears throat> well, in that case, chill. He said. He said, "I ain't jobbing to Ricky Starks." Probably said more than that. So I ain't fucking saying next to W. Morrissey every week. One fucking prick bigger than me over there. <laughs> w. Um, Morrissey's like a foot taller than me, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Kip's like, that segment he did with Orange. It's like, here's the deal, man. Like, Orange's character is that he's, he doesn't like a mo and he's chill, you know? So basically you have like a blank slate of TV time to be like charismatic. <laughs> he just refuses to. I don't know if he's yeah. doing a bit. Maybe it's performance art. Did you see Bobby's tweet last night? Oh, he's a fucking prick. What did he tweet now? <sighs> you know what? Well, I, I don't even want to talk to Bobby. I don't want to talk about him. In fact, I'm going to take my business elsewhere and go grab some sodas from the store. I'll be back. You're oh going to the God. store? Yeah. Uh, I... he, muted he, muted himself. Himself. he muted himself while he was talking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did that the other day. There's literally a gas station that's like yards away. 
Right. Okay. We get to all that, Bob. Right. And we'll try and be done. Probably less than ten minutes. All right. Stay safe, Oracle. What did Bob tweet? I'm just going to remove him from the screen. This is ridiculous. Um, he tweeted something about... I, fuck it. I'm just going to find the tweet. and read. Well, no, because Bob tweets 400 times. It'll take me forever. Oh, anyway, he did... I think it was in the circle, but he did a tweet about uh, Kip Sabian wearing a bag over his head for a year. That's literally what it said. And oh, that's I, too far. I fucking... I kicked the shit out of him. said it was a box, you bozo. <laughs> Oh, I thought he was like making frets. I'm sorry. He just no. He yeah. He just tweeted that. Yeah. How do you get that wrong? He's a buffoon. That's like the fucking big angle in AEW for the last years. Kept saving with the box over his head. He said underrated over it. Big payoff to that. Yeah. He talked to it once, and Tony was like, "Nope, not a thing we're doing. (laughs) (laughs) Not a thing we're ever gonna do again." I like Penny. Bro, some of the circle tweets, like, I weren't ready for Bob to get political. Man, we've been, out, we've been outing Bob's circle tweets the whole show. Yeah. You know, and I don't, don't want to hear ask. shit about fucking Twitter etiquette from Manny, because this motherfucker edits oh, his bro. tweets and breaks my timeline every day. Bro, I know it's not actually Manny's fault, but... And apparently I'm the only one it happens to, because I don't see anyone else say this. So what happens is Manny edits a tweet, and then... It, when I refresh my timeline, it goes back to Manny's edited tweet over and over and over again. And so then I've got to scroll through every tweet that happened <laughs> since he fucking tweeted his bullshit edited tweet because he made a typo. And so he's got to edit it. Okay, it happens to Tope Suicida too. It's not just me. I They got to take that shit away from Manny. Like I'm, They got to take a lot of shit away from Manny. We're being real. I got to find a fucking way... I need I need to get in a conversation with Elon Musk. No, you don't. <laughs> who I do? Who I? All I want to say is please take editing away from Manny, and then once he's done that, I'll call him a piece of shit, and well, that'll be the end of it. But hold on, I thought about this a little bit more. You might be able to talk him into an, you know, an acquisition or two. Fair. Did you ever watch CM Punk wrestle? <laughs> you know. He's only a couple moves away from having CM Punk as the NWA World's Champion. You know what I mean? It's, it's incredible that, like, apparently this happens to everyone in the chat. I'm just the only one who complains about it on Twitter yeah. all the time. This is horseshit, man. Brent, are you still doing the Kips good bit? I'm intrigued. Because I know Reese is probably doing it, but Brent seems to be doing it too. That's very, very loyal. You see, he has some sort of plot. Did you see that? Dukes tweeted it. Brent was, he has some sort of um, physical, physical media. <laughs> Physical prop for final battle regarding the late night green. Did you see that? Wait, what? Oh yeah, made. yeah, I did see yeah, that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Someone had grinning at Dev before dishonor. Really? I think so. Unless someone edited the photo. Did someone tell me? Um, solidarity with Reese. I respect that. Very I'm kind. not working with Elon Musk, Connor. Well, hold on. <laughs> World class championship wrestling revival, and you're like, nah, bro, drawing the line at Elon. Yeah, fair, fair, true. Imagine. He's like, we can pay anyone to be a one, Eric. Yeah, hang on, now we're cooking. Actually, we need to get Elon to watch this film. He's dumb enough, bro. He would fucking go all in. You imagine him doing media scrums, <laughs> fucking <laughs> Tony Khan at Elon Musk and getting banned on the platform. <laughs> I wasn't ready for dumb enough. I mean, you're right. Yeah, 
if there's one place where I think Elon Musk would be more funny than I'm fucking bearable, it would be professional wrestling because he'd fit in, wouldn't he? Yeah. Bunch of fucking assholes. Anyway, I forgot. Man, he's right, though. He'd have fucking Tessa Blanchard on his show. <laughs> I mean, you know, there aren't many free agents. <laughs> it's an interesting time, bro. Yes, Sam, you sound like back? Still work. Do you see they're getting uh, Sanity back? You hear about that? Sanity? Remember Sanity? New boom, new boom period. If you're a the whole group? Wrestling, yes. Isn't one of them in Imperium now? No, he, he got fired, yeah, didn't he? He got fired, yeah. Um, if you're a wrestling free agent and you've yet to be contacted by either of the big two... Retire. Must- must feel like me in February 2022, right? Everyone was announcing a new podcast. I was like, my DM's off. You know? I mean, I'm being serious. It must be fucking brutal. Yeah. Can you imagine? They're just sitting at home and fucking Emma comes out. You're like, Jesus Christ, what am I doing out there? <laughs> <laughs> She's a good match to turn a millennium. <laughs> You know, you're sitting there, you just work fucking PWG, took some flatbacks, Dave clap your match, you go back to the hotel, you put SmackDown on, and fucking Eric Young comes out. You go, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. Big Damo. Big Damo's most memorable moment outside the field was when he showed his asshole off at New Japan. It's a shame uh, if uh, certain people would have just let Colt Cabana be let go like he was supposed to be. He'd probably be in the World Wrestling Federation. Right? He'd be on color of 2.0. Fred Yehi. Man. Oh, that's tall shit, bro. He needs, shit. To be, he needs to be in Ring of Honor. I mean, he needs more than that, but we can start there. Wrestling's so cooked. Fucking poor Darius Lockhart. Everyone talks about him like he's fucking like a, an outlaw, you know? Yeah. Darius says some things. Like, Have you seen the people they hire? It's awful with that's the way he's talked about. Shoot, what's wrong? Wrestling's terrible. You know? Do you see that shit? I know. It's like, well, he says to me, it's like, bro, have you, there's like actual bad people, not people that are just fucking awesome. Oh. It's a shame. Um, dang, you, know who else, you know who else is really bad? There's people who have said negative things about the professional wrestling company, like. Yeah, I know. It's just crazy to me, bro. Like, I don't want to get into it too deep. There are like some awful people with awful beliefs. And Darius is like such an outlier in wrestling for just like speaking, fucking standing up for himself, basically. Yeah. <laughs> they talk about him like he's like fucking <laughs> untouchable, you know? Like, we can't. It's honestly like probably the biggest indictment of wrestling right now considering some of the guys that get jobs. I don't disagree with you. Fucking Gunner was working in the Fed like a year ago. <laughs> Maybe they'll bring him back. It's crazy, man. It's, it's, yeah. Anyway, um, I hope to see Darius do something. The promo cut on NWA TV was fucking electric, and I just can't believe we haven't had any follow-up from anyone. It's, it makes me sad. What do you want him to um, do? Have him win? Yeah, I don't think Homicide needs to win the NWA World <laughs> Junior Heavyweight title. It's, it's just sad. Um this is an interesting element, the Germany, because we know that Triple H and Mercedes have talked. We know. 
You know, that, that stuff's been out there for the longest. They've, they've talked. There was even talk recently of they've been, like, putting together a new character. Something's happened here. This is, if, if she actually does show up in AEW, that's a fucking pretty big L for Paul. Yeah. It makes you wonder what those conversations sounded like, you know? I still think she's going back. Okay, how do I put this? If she doesn't go back, do you think it's a simple check case if she chose AEW? Or do you think there may be some mutual elements to it? There's My probably some other elements to it, yeah. Yeah, like Paul being like, well, you could wear a leather jacket, I guess. And she's yeah. like, no, I want to be, you know. I want, to, I want to change my whole character. And Paul's like, what about the leather jacket and Nazi paraphernalia, you know? <laughs> that was going to be my next statement. I was going to say vaguely Nazi. <laughs> but yeah. fair. Poor Alexa's trying to be supernatural for the last two months. And Paul's just like, have you got, like, any leather jackets there? <laughs> you try that first. Is <laughs> what Will said? I did not know. Yeah, I think the... Uh, I think the... Trade the name thing is huge, I think. Because yeah. she, she's definitely aware, you can tell by the other moves she's made, that like she needs to get Mercedes over, you know? Like, because there's a limit when you have to, when your whole fucking brand is attached to that, them and they won't let you shit like use it, that's brutal. There's some, somebody else said it in the chat a long time ago, but like, let's say they do, just in theory, <laughs> let's say they did broker a deal and she can work, she can go to Japan and do stuff. I mean, she's still going to have to be Sasha Banks, right? Yeah, yeah. So if they don't Unless call... that's part of her pitch, that she comes back as a new fucking brand. Yeah. Which I don't think is out of the question, based on the way that she's talked about her goals in, in you know, entertainment. Right. I don't know how you'd pull that off. I mean, that seems like an insane thing to do at this point in her career, which is made up in WrestleMania. But, yeah, I mean, that would be really interesting. Um Will is convinced she's starting her new journey in wrestling in January and thinks she's going to get a first dance kind of show in LA. This is reckless speculation, to be clear. That's um, how I feel, too. I feel like if she, if, if she's coming to, to AEW and if she's Soraya's partner, they're going to make it very obvious that she's her partner. Without actually saying it, they're going to make it very obvious. They'll use all of the, like, you know, the boss, bank statement, business, yeah. and all that. Soraya will do the, like, you know, we're going to make a statement, you know, and Tony's going to go, do this big face and then mm -hmm. Tony Khan will tweet like two S's with the dollar signs, you know. I'm pretty sure it's we're she's not under contract anymore, right? Like that was pretty I actually think Raj was probably right about that. Yeah. Um the thing that's interesting about it is and big time credit to Mercedes, by the way, because she clearly has a very tight inner circle because it's actually been very hard. The people haven't really been able to get anything on this. Yeah. But it is very important to remember that three months ago, it wasn't about where she was going. It was when is she coming back? When they did the show in Cardiff, that was the whole conversation. Do you remember the film about like when are they going to challenge the new women's tag champs? Mm -hmm. I remember Bob being like, they're going to do it on this football season premiere. It's like, I'm not, to be clear, I'm knocking Bob, but like, that was what everyone was trying to figure out, like, when. So it's really interesting, like, what's happened here? Um, there was a belief a few months ago, a couple of you guys in the chat might have heard me say this on Discord, like, there was a belief a few months ago she didn't even consider going elsewhere. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think, obviously, Japan always felt like something she would want to do, but that's different to, like, this could be a huge leap. My God. It's interesting. I mean, Survivor Series in Boston, that not being a thing felt telling in some ways. I don't know. 
considerably more obvious than, than yeah. these things. But the way Dolby's promo was. Remember Dolby's promo? Yeah. Best in the Best world. In the world. And the cuts yeah. of fans trying to see him punk. That kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, I also didn't know they said boss because I pay no attention, unfortunately. I'm very bad at that. I still only figured out, like, on Sunday on Fleet Week, they, they, the guys explained to me what the Battle Royal thing was this year. Hmm. I was like, you know, what is, where does MJF fit in? And they had to explain it to me. Getting old, man. I don't know. Um, some people even think that Moxley... Moxley ended his promo with professional wrestling is about to make a statement. And there were people who think that was already the start of... No. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> That's just that his thing is they're like they're rep pro wrestling because they're right. Yeah, I know, yeah. but I know, you know yeah. people. Um, um, it's gonna be a fun ride if it happens. I can't wait for media scrum. Yeah, it'll be fucking awesome. Yeah. Hey Mercedes, how was it working with Britt Baker? And she's like, "Well, Britt Baker fucking sucks." And I was like, "A work shoot thing." And Tony's like, "His eyes come out his hand." She always keeps kayfabe in those. I was Jack Crosby there. She always keeps kayfabe. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it'll definitely be part time in some ways. That's oh, why yeah. this is why you need two companies because she actually makes way more sense for her there than in WWE. We've talked about this months ago about how it makes yeah. sense for her to be a big match wrestler and that should be yeah. her role. And it doesn't. While she could easily do it in WWE, it isn't as natural a fit as her doing it in AEW, right? It just isn't. Yeah. Try this because I might have the logo. <laughs> it's again. perfect. There you go. Yeah, it's interesting. Like it's it doesn't. I mean, she could obviously be a part-time wrestler in WWE, but it's like it's certainly different because of how many kind of name stars they have in the division. You know. Yep. She um, can make a big difference in AEW. Yeah, she should wrestle um, Brian Danielson. I think I hope be good. Uh, was there anything cryptic in Soraya's promo last night? She asked Shivani if he, he wanted to be her partner. Yeah. Was Renee on last night's show? I don't think so. No. Must not. Let's give the week off. Hmm. I don't remember her being on. Yeah, I don't think she was on. Did you like that segment with Stray? I thought it was good. On yes, my page? I did. I like that segment a lot, Joe. Made her feel human. Mm-hmm. Like, good, good segment. More, more baby faces being normal people than doing just like... Mm-hmm. Generic wrestling promos, you know. For like two friends talking, it was good. Renee's very good. I like her. Yeah, and I like her. Bengals fan. Roderick Strong. Maybe he can be ruler of the jungle. Bro, imagine Roddy doing that promo. Give him hell, bro. That fucking ruled. I don't even care. It's cool. New boom period. Yeah, no, it's cool. Definitely I don't. Mean, if, if you're going with that theory, definitely don't go look at any of the tweets from the Bengals account about them and look at the replies um, where you will see tweets like, who the fuck are these people? <laughs> it's got that Steve Austin energy. <laughs> that fucking ruled. Yeah, someone someone who definitely didn't watch wrestling was like, this guy reminds me of Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> yeah. oh, Meek said Roddy and Marina. Could you imagine? <laughs> That'd be something, wouldn't it? They should get they should get Angelo Dawkins though for real, because he would actually fucking ruin that too. And he's a huge. Bengals I fan. haven't watched him work for a while. That dude is such a great fucking story. What he's managed to do. I mean, he was a lot. Look, God bless him. Dawkins was a fucking punching bag for a while, man. Like, people used to 
dunk on that dude, kick the shit out of him because he, he felt like he was in NXT forever. He finally got the street promise thing. Everyone yeah. always is just, oh, when they split up, Montez does this. And it's like, bro, that dude is a fucking good wrestler. He's he has done a hell of a job. He's yeah. frankly, listen, he certainly isn't as high as Montez. I think he's been the better worker of that team for most of this year, quite frankly. I mean, I, I thought his match with Seth was better than Montez's match with Seth. I'm a big fan. He's the only WWF wrestler I follow on Twitter. Well, Does that have anything to do with the fact that he is a Cincinnati Bengals and a Ohio State Buckeyes? That's 100% why. <laughs> that was clear. That was established. But I was just putting him over because he's, 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 he's he, uh, he went to Ohio State, didn't he? What, didn't he play a sport there? Not that I know of. You might be right, though. Maybe not. I don't know. I'll look it up. I'm going to look, too. I, don't, I think he's just from Ohio. Okay. Yeah. Good wrestler. He he is a good wrestler. Great punch too. Oh yeah. Unlike Lance Storm. He's actually he's from Cincinnati. Oh. He doesn't even have his own I know, that's some bullshit, isn't it? He doesn't even have his own Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. They're a good team, the street promise. They should get brought up more. Yeah. They always get left out of the big conversations. Can blow my nose here, folks. Feel dead air. Oracle, feel dead air. Folks, <clears throat> this is the worst dead air feeling of all time. I apologize for that. I'm woefully unprepared for this. Joe's back, thank God. I'm back. I'm back. I'm, back. I'm still um, trying to figure out where Angelo Dawkins went to college. Yeah, I know. Oracle. Yeah. Have you sent your letter off to PWI yet about the Usos winning tag team of the year? Oh man, I don't think uh, I don't think um, I don't think After likes me very much. You don't? I've, I've sent some nasty letters to him over the years. Oh, about Benny or just general? You know, <clears throat> just you Oracle know, went to Oracle. He went to Harper College. Harper Benny College. or Bill Apter? Both. And Angelo Dawkins. Yeah. Hmm. Um. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. The New Day thing we were talking about earlier, shooting the chat. Do you see any of that? Jack and I were talking about. Them going back to NXT? Like, do you think there's a fix to what's happened to the New Day? Or Probably is it just not. Like... They've just run their course. Well, I mean, I from what you're telling me is happening with New Day, I don't actually have a personal opinion on it because I don't well, know. But To be clear, nothing's happening with me in like a negative way, but... There's a lot of talk about, you know, Sean kind of put out that they might stay in NXT. And everyone dunked on it. And I have to be completely honest. My re- response to that was like, might be a good idea. Yeah. I have no idea what's left for them to do on Eight years, man. That's a long yeah. fucking time. I That's think the biggest time. thing, Kofi, them not trying to make Kofi stick as a top guy and him just reverting straight back to the tag team, I think hurt them too, you know? Yep. Like, because that, that kind of meant they didn't really go anywhere with that, right? They just went straight back to where they were. Like, yeah, I don't know. I I just I get why people were dunking on it, but I was just like, I don't really know where else. Especially because you don't want to turn him heel, right? No one needs that. No one wants. No, to that's him. a so terrible just, idea. You just have him as babyface, and it's like it's been fucking eight years. I don't know. <laughs> Oracle, did you see Shawn Michaels' quote from the uh, his conference call thing today, where he said that uh, Triple H has no input on NXT, and he he just lets Shawn do whatever he wants. No he said he said he, he said he hasn't talked to Triple H in weeks. 
I'm just convinced he was doing a bit. He has he's got, a bit. If he's not, that's like the funniest thing ever. Yeah. <clears throat> that they're just going to do the bro. fucking same thing that just happened. He needs, he's feeling it, bro. I mean, Hanger kind of got into it a little bit on the show last week, but that's, that's the, the talk of the town is that, you know, Regal ain't going back because he wants him back. He's really going back because he fucking needs Regal back. Like, he's, it's just hard. It's a ridiculous, look, let's be real. We all have had our critiques of Triple H as a booker. It is what it is, right? But objectively speaking, whether you're a good booker or bad, five hours of like major television to book a week is yeah. an insane thing to try and figure yeah. out. It's just, it's ridiculous. Um, is Woods a guy who goes to AEW or just retires to do other stuff? Um, I don't think any of them are going to leave, to honestly, Jason, but I think. Um, there's probably a moment in time when AEW first started where you could have talked yourself into it being being something that would happen, you know? Yeah. I think so much has changed now, and this is, look, this sucks, but it's the truth. It's also very different now in terms of, like, you know, people wanted to see the trios match, right? Woods is a great talent. I think Woods could have done more as a singles, but that window's closed, not because he's old, but because he's been on TV for fucking decade as Xavier Woods like I don't know I wouldn't expect him to leave um doesn't WWE own a part of up up down down too yeah yeah he did some what was the thing he did he did the G4? gaming thing G4 yeah he did that he's, he's out there man like he's done a great job I think the world of Woods is a talent I um I actually think that in a weird way as much as New Day has made him enough I mean New Day will keep that dude paid well for the rest of his life. You know I mean? It's that big of an act. It's an iconic act. However, in a weird way, I do think it kind of pigeonholed him as a talent overall. Now, just be clear. If you played his career out a hundred times, this one he's had is better than probably 99 of them. But I do think there's that one where he actually blew up as a top baby face because he has something, you know, there's something right. special with that guy. I, I think he can actually be a big time player, but I don't know if we'll ever see that. I mean, the big E thing still to this day is like, I, Creed doesn't make a dime off of up up down down. Well, yeah. fuck that. Then that's the opposite of the point I was trying to make. Yeah, was that he was kind of married in? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a not real thing anymore. Also, Mike and Gala, as Bruce alludes to. Um, yeah, I, I think it's an interesting act. Like we were talking about the other day when Monty was on the charity stream about like, is it unfair that people just always say the Usos are the team of the generation, or is it? I think it's personal. I think it's fair. I don't mean that's knock a new day, but I think the Usos are the better team. Yeah, I think so. Is that partly because they're a trio? That's what Monty's. Monty was like, it's, it's different. I think he might be right about that, to be clear, because they are different teams, all of them. Yeah, I think he is right about that. Oracle, where do you stand on that? Usos, um, new day business. <clears throat> Probably the Usos. Yeah. I think if you my, my take was if you subtract the New Day matches from the Usos catalog, it's a lot better than if you subtract the Usos matches from the New Day catalog. You know, yeah. like, I don't know what's left on the other on the New Day one. Not because they're not a great team; they just haven't. I can't think of many matches. I couldn't the other day. Is New right. Day the greatest stable in WWE history? Because I kind of think they are. Yeah, they might be. Yeah, eight years. <clears throat> yeah. As I say, their peak may not be as high as some other it ones, was, but it was high enough. High right? enough, exactly. Yeah. Right. WrestleMania thirty-two, they were fucking two of the three of them world champions. 
Yeah, yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the alternatives? DX. DX, which Absolutely. I honestly are kind of overrated, I think. Is a... Oh, fuck yeah, man. They just did, they just did NWO. The yeah. Shield were only 18 months, but my the God. The Shield, I, that, that's the real one is the Shield, yeah. The Shield was 18 months, but it's the, it's just, I don't know, man. It's, it's unbeatable. Honestly, bro, period. this is probably becoming the answer if we're being real. Well, I mean, <clears throat> depending on how long it lasts, yeah. But even I like this. Any of it, so. If it ended at Mania, that would still be. Oh, yeah. It's like still two be... years on top. Roughly, yeah. Shoot, I don't even see him, but the idea of a hill faction dominating. I, I, I mean, that, I, I know you're not going to watch it, but I think it's stuff. I think it's one of the things that she would actually like. But oh, I don't, yeah. I don't doubt that I would. Yeah, so it's really good stuff. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit hammy you know, at times, but yeah, and they stage it a certain way in the way they do things. But the way they guys performing, Sami Zayn's obviously remarkable. But Jay Uso's working that thing, as I say on every podcast I do. I just think he's fabulous. I mean. I think he's probably the most underrated asset in the whole business right now, Jay. So I mean, he's given them so many main events over the last two years as a singles, uh-huh. a tag, as a promo. I mean, he's just yeah. fucking excellent. Um, now, you know what, just about Woods in terms of the situational as it frames himself on your head. The Usos that way, where it's like no one ever considered them apart because they're the fucking Usos, right? Like they're twin brothers. But now you've seen Jay on his own. It's like if Jimmy, if there never was a Jimmy, Jay still would have been fine and made a lot of money in wrestling. He's just good at his job. Jimmy's yeah. good too, but less so. Um, well, this was, I was more referring to the fact that the New Day had two world champions while they were the New Day. Yeah. Technically, sort of, though, Big E was kind of out of it. Was he? I wasn't watching anymore when he won. So Big E was out of New Day by then. Okay, well record. then, never okay. mind. Still not quite the same as Mark Henry when he was <laughs> <in 2011. laughs> Right. <laughs> uh, Heenan family is... A different thing, I think, personally. Yeah. Just me. Yeah. Yeah, agree. Um, what's the best faction in wrestling history, the Horsemen still? I think so. Yeah. One thing with the Horsemen is why it's my favorite. They definitely have some incarnations that like. Jericho Appreciation Society. Right, yeah. Good one. Paul Roma's Horsemen. In a circle. Inner Circle was considerably better than Jericho Appreciation. Paul Roma's one was not as bad as some of the ones we got later, man. When the one when like Jeff was on the outside looking in, that Jeff Jarrett stuff was so bad, man. Oh yeah, when Flair was hurt with the shoulder, with his when Flair had the uh, (laughs) it was so bad, the labrum injury or whatever. Yeah, and he had to confiscate the U.S. or he had to give up the U.S. belt or whatever. Um. You're not the only person who can't tell the Usos apart. Mattel can't do it either. Oh, I, I can't, can't either. Now. I can now. Yeah, if you watch the recent couple of years, you'll, you'd know because the way they feature Jay is different. Mm-hmm. And they have their hair different now. Yeah. Before, the, yeah. Um, that was when Jeff Jarrett had the shitty gear too, right? Yeah, oh God. Yeah. Ridiculous, like they use it on the podcast sometimes. The music that he had, main event mafia, they're up there, right? Jeff Jarrett thinks so. Aces and eight, yeah. Uh, tag team pop. What other TNA factions are there? Um, the beatdown clan. Oh, fuck. LAX, <laughs> did you say them already? Well, they were good, though. Yeah. MVP, Kenny King, Loki, and Bobby Lashley. No, no, Joe. No. Yeah. 
Joe is the heavy. Yeah. Joe had less promo time than Loki. <laughs> but MVP was apparently a great promo in 2014. MVP can talk. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, he's always been able to talk, but apparently, like, his promos were, like, really good in 2014. Did you like, ever see his fucking was... promo in the Impact Zone where he dropped the M-bomb? No. Bro. Incredible wrestling moment. Like, he did a promo about, you know, like, perception, you know, if one, of the, if one of those guys does that, they're called this, that, and the next. And one of those called that and dropped the fucking M-bomb and <laughs> the Impact Zone crowd was like, hold up. <laughs> there's, no, there's no, like, TNA fans there. They're just fucking family sitting there. Great promo. It was just a hilarious place I'll never, to do it. Like, I'll never forget, like, hearing about him, but, like, even though, he, of course, it was years after the fact, but New Jack Smoky Mountain promos. Oh, that shit. On local Knoxville man. TV where he's just dropped. That was crazy. And uh, by the way, do you remember when the Jericho MVP shit went down and like Jericho had his outline on that whole deal? That incredible story. One of the funniest stories. I don't fight jobbers. Yeah. Well, (laughs) do you remember someone's tweet was like, MVP's pants fell down and one laughed? (laughs) Um, We can't play it on air because they have every episode of Impact ever copyrighted. Remember struck. when we got hit for the fucking Bischoff clip? Yeah, oh, we have to edit it out. It's unbearable. Um, when that whole thing went down, people were like dunking on MVP. It's like, that was when I realized that <laughs> that dude's kind of, to me anyway, he's like insanely underestimated, underappreciated as a talent. MVP has got Bob Lash over twice. Yeah. I love Bobby Lashley. Bro, MVP was the secret sauce to getting that dude on the right track. Two promotions. You know? Like, I think MVP's really fucking good at what he does. It seems well, like he's he, kind of... I was a big... Listen, MVP, when he first debuted, and, like... Because, you know, they, they did the thing where... And, and, and shoot will understand this context when they brought him in because they were doing, like, the T.O. deal where he was, like... Kind of like the T.O. or, like... Yeah. The, um, where he was, like, the athlete who was, like, running right. all this shit and was, like, kind of like a drama... Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. kind of like a drama, you know, drama queen or whatever, and mm-hmm. do all this shit. And like, he was really good. And then the Matt Hardy, food, he was really good for about like the first eighteen months. I really enjoyed him. He had good matches with Benny. Mm-hmm. He had good matches with Ray. He had a good match with Ray. He had a good yeah. He, he, the Matt Hardy food ruled. Like yeah, really um, good for you. But then they had him like go on this dumb losing streak, which yeah, turned baby face, and then he just didn't care anymore. And like. I remember, yeah. I remember they had him on The View. Do you remember that? When he was friends with the woman from The View? Yeah. Was, yeah, yeah. And then he just kind of just faded away. and got. Then he worked New Japan. I've not seen much of the New yeah. Japan work. I know that was his dream, but I haven't seen much his, of it. His first, I'd say his first 18 Wasn't he the first Intercontinental Champion? He was, yeah. His, uh, his debut after SummerSlam 06 until WrestleMania 24. Remember when Matt Hardy came out and cost him the money in the bank? Boom. Yeah. Up to that point, he was like really good. Yeah, and he's been great as a manager. I mean, Hurt Business mm-hmm. is a great... I mean, we just talked about great Fed factions. They should absolutely be in that conversation, but those fucking idiots couldn't go their own way on that one. That was crazy. What a missed open goal that was, huh? The Hurt yeah. Business. What the fuck? Nah, nah. Yeah. So just, I do feel like some guys, like... Some guys who I think don't... How do I put this? Some guys who don't necessarily, like, seek out online praise 
definitely fall through the cracks of wrestling conversation. And while I'm not saying MVP is an all-time great, he feels like a guy who, like, people act like he's not an asset. It's like, bro, he's really good at his job, you know? Like, right. there, are, there are a lot of people in wrestling like that who just aren't, they're not as plugged in, you know? He, the big thing for him is he left the Fed at a time where if you leave the Fed, you don't exist anymore. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And so it's like, it's even like it's hard to believe he had that new Japan run because he did it before there would have been It's crazy. Only yeah. just too, a couple years there. Yeah, he just missed it. It's like it always pops me that fucking <clears throat> TNA had a working relationship with New Japan, like until it got good. <laughs> it's not one of the best TNA. Like if you just imagine a world where they didn't fuck that relationship up and by like the mid twenty tens, bullet clubs rolling and they have this like incredible thing they can work with. It's like of course not. They blew it by then, it was finished. Of course. Yeah. But they're working with fucking Wrestle One. <laughs> Running out moot. <laughs> I might, I might end up having to get New Japan, the Russell Kingdom gimmick, so especially if if uh, Mercedes works and and this mood. Or, well, I know Mood wrestles the. Um, but he was on the first. way to get that, but I still, I still might get that. Honestly, if, if, if she I don't think she's gonna wrestle on. No, she's made an appearance. I think. Yeah. Yeah. If she doesn't wrestle, I, I'm gonna watch it. I think what they're gonna. This is just my. Aren't they doing like a second? Wrestle yeah. Kingdom show like Yokohama, two weeks later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they're gonna set up. I think she's gonna wrestle on that show personally. That's why the WWE thing's still in play because she may just do that one off and then yeah, you know, come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was interesting. Um, I think it's really impressive the way that New Japan, like, no matter how much their interest has waned internationally, they've definitely established Wrestle. You know, January fourth. They muddied the waters a little bit with their double header and all that shit, triple header, but they've definitely like established that as a part of the wrestling calendar. Like even yeah. if you don't watch New Japan, you kind of you're aware of I'm like, fired up for it. January is gonna be an exciting month for all the wrestling, I think. I mean, uh even like I know we know Alex and Bobby are going, but a buddy from uh, a buddy of mine here in Knoxville's going to Rumble, San Antonio. Yeah. Uh, he's 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 got pretty good seats, he's pretty excited for it. So what was the uh what got him in the house, Bianca and Alexa? <laughs> I don't know. He just told me he's been watching a lot lately. I think, honestly, the bloodline are kind of a draw. Absolutely, they're true. Yeah, they're like, because um, I think I think he's been into that stuff. Um, yeah. So you know what the bloodline is, bro? It's the act that lapsed fans that still actually watch and <coughs> they don't are happy to admit right. they like. <laughs> you right. know the interesting fan who tells you they haven't watched in ten years, but then tells you what happened last week on TV. You know that fan. Yeah, they're the act that they're like, yeah, that's that real wrestling right there, bro. You know, wait until Dwayne comes back, then they'll be fucking cooking. That'll be something. That that Dwayne Roman match is gonna be a riot, bro. Yeah, I didn't. I meant to ask Alex this. I think this will happen, right? Guys? Do you think? Do you think Dwayne's gonna come? I'm not sure. We'll get into that in a moment. I think Should Alex you know is going. Is in, I think he was just he was? going anyway. Yeah, oh, sweet. I think he that's always cool. goes when they come to Austin. Um, do I think Dwayne? <sighs> I honestly don't. No, I just think there's so many pieces with, with Rock and like the insurance element and getting him to clear his schedule. And but yeah. at the same time, if he's ever going to wrestle again, this is it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Holy fuck, Baker did it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, it's crazy, dude. Like that was an incredible drive. They had some penalties that helped him, but uh, it was he had some great, great throws. Can you imagine if McVay fucking fixes him? It's like their quarterback for the next 10 years. That'd be incredible. JJ Gift Oracle, like leaving the show. 
I saw <laughs> that. Ruins, yeah. <laughs> um, I retweeted it. There's a very good chance that Mania has Rock and Austin both on it, which is very funny. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he, he gift him coming back too. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys? You don't know what Crosby <laughs> said on the charity stream last week, do you? No. Oh, it's getting so bad, man. We gotta do something, mate. <coughs> I see. It's like hour 14. And I'm like, hey, guys, who could Steve Austin wrestle at WrestleMania? Oh, God. Bro, guess where it goes. Shoot. Please hold on to saying. It depends how much Steve likes Austin Theory. He pivoted Bray Wyatt. What are we going to do, man? Jack's finished. Hey everybody, Robert O'Neill here, uh, coming to you from an undisclosed location. Uh, sorry I can't make the show tonight outside of this video. Um, in light of the news of the day, it's just not safe for me right now. Uh, hopefully, you know, I can return next week when things have calmed down a little bit. Um, you know, this is definitely me though. Uh, it's definitely uh, today. Here's today's paper to prove that it's today. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's all I got. Thanks, guys. I can't do it. I can't do it. Was longer this time. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Fucking, oh my Bro, did it feel longer this time? Or it what? did, yes. I thought it was going to finish like 10 times. <laughs> I was going delirious, man. It's four in the morning here. I was fucking... Bro, I had to stop it. Bro, this video getting copyright claimed is going to be fucking hilarious. Yeah. We didn't get any hit on the last one, so we'll be okay. That's good. Oh, fuck it. Who cares? No one's watching um, it anyway. So anyway, what are we going to do about Jack Crosby? Beat the shit out of him. <laughs> Could you imagine? Do you do you remember earlier today when he said, Joseph, if Sasha shows up at Wrestle Kingdom, you call me and tell me? And he said, if you're watching the show, and we've talked about doing the screen along in that group chat over and over again for the last month. I don't remember this, but it probably happened. I think you were asleep. Good. And I said, Jack... Joe and I are doing a grin along, and I believe Manny and Alex are going to be there too. And he put like "Oh my God" in all caps. And I was, I said, "Take a vacation day, dude." And he said, "No, I need to sleep or something like that." Fucking. <laughs> remember when the week after like I was gone, you were talking about what you do on the show, and Jack was like, "Oh man, you should have told me about this." And he was like, "Jack, you're one of the first people invited. It was a, it was a mystery vortex show." What, like, just made up that he wasn't invited again. Yeah. He ended up okay. coming on that show, though. Did he? No, no, he didn't. Fuck. He didn't yeah, really. he didn't. He's a piece of shit. He does that He's... every time. Bro, that's... When we had him, Albert, and Hangman on the same screen, we were in dangerous territory. I... Do you know what he did to John Alva? Are you worried no. about this? What I told you about this? Oh, yeah, yeah. You told me about this. The... JR yeah. thing? Mm-hmm. JR thing. John... I just... I have so much love and respect for you. I'm so sorry we had to put you in there with an unprofessional piece of shit like Crosby. Did you see we got who, him kicked out of the fucking NXT I conference saw. call? He was, bro, Jack's like, do you hear what JR said? I was like, Jack, I'm in hour 16 and I know this is a bad idea, boss. What are you doing here? John had the fucking, he had that grin that I have when Hangman and Monty started talking about overbooked. Crosby does, like, we have made it very clear <laughs> repeatedly that Crosby has an open invite to come on this channel whenever he wants. Well, me. And he will not hesitate to go, oh, I wish I'd have been invited. Oh, you did this show without me. Let me let me let me just say this. All due respect to John Alba, I can never be on the same show as him. What? There's a good chance I would say something. That would... oh, okay. I was about to turn my camera no, off. He's not there's, a good, there's a good chance that I would say something that would that would put him in a bad position. That's where I was going. Yes, true. <laughs> I had no idea where that was like. Oh no, no, no. I, I, I... We had fucking. Oh, let me tell point. you why that guy's a piece yeah. of shit. I fucking yeah. hate him. I like... yeah. Tons of man. No. He no, actually messaged me. He legitimately seems like one of the nicest people. Like I'm not. I'm not kidding. I just. When, I don't. When, I, I don't think I could be on a show. I'm not gonna probably do. You know. No, I would say some shit, and then yeah. he'd probably do the, and I'd be yeah, like, oh, "Probably, sorry, buddy." Um, he actually messaged me when we were doing the Midnight Rockers yeah. thing about coming on, and I missed it completely because we were just getting started. Oh, obviously, damn. I was a fucking mess that night because you know I forgot to post the link to the show. So yeah, yeah. I missed the DM, and then the next day Jack texts me when he was on. This is like eighteen hours later, and was like, "John asked if he could come on to send the link." And I was like, "Of course," and I realized he'd asked me fucking twenty hours. <laughs> I'm such an asshole. <laughs> but Jack sent him the link and then just disappeared. So poor John walks in and said, fucking hanger and I talk about Dax Holwood. You know? That rolls. 
Good. I I came on the show because I checked Twitch, and it was you and Manny, <laughs> and Hanger and mm-hmm. Crosby, and I was like, "Fuck, I want to get on this thing," because we had just finished that watching that 1899 show, and as soon as I Jack was gone, by the time I came on, piece of shit. Did you finish it, shoot? Yeah, it fucking rules, bro. Wild, huh? Oh, you finished it too? Yeah, wild. Yeah. Um, good yeah. shit. I, when I clipped it up, it put me like the biggest segment, obviously by far, was the Young Lions. God bless them. Nearly seven hours they were there. Yeah, uh, I didn't watch any of that. And that was actually seven I'm hours. Tired of how much they're getting put over? They're getting big heads. They six think hours. Fucking equals with us now. It was almost seven hours without the part when you were with them. Because I clipped it when you left, you know. Yeah. Uh, they look, man. These are good little workers. You know what I mean? Mm. I mean, Chris is obviously Chris is the guy we're going to push. Oh, for sure. Know? He's the guy who has like. He's the one I actually push. like. Yeah, Stubbs and Dukes is a good little worker. He can sell. He's there, bro. I told you. <coughs> um, that was a long time, but Hangman was on for like five hours. <laughs> yeah. With all the microwave sound effects, microwave stuff deal. was fucking incredible. That is like my favorite type of wrestling content. That was like, like no one was watching for a while there, wasn't it? It was just oh, us. Yeah. I, need to, I, I need to get on here with him. Yeah, we said that to him. I'm trying to figure it out because he's on uh, hiatus wrestling right? So we try to get him to do an excursion. Yeah. <laughs> Pop our business, brother. <laughs> Hangman's going to bring all of his followers over and Oracle's going to fucking just bury all their favorite wrestlers. They're going to come over and be like, you know, Hangman's a little bit critical sometimes. You know, he's pretty level-headed and horrible. You're like, yeah, Frank Phoenix fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Manny's not, a, Manny's not a young lion. He's he's graduated. Oh, yeah. He's main he's, roster. He's He is freelance, though. You know? Yeah. Like, we're part of the core roster. Manny's freelance. He comes in and out and works elsewhere. Right. He's like um, Minoru Suzuki in that way. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> see they're making a Minoru Suzuki action figure I did not see that set you back a <clears throat> mild 60 bucks yeah no thanks I guess save my money for the Kevin Von Eric figure that's never going to come out <laughs> they're going to be as big as the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah, yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> they thought Manny was a serial <laughs> Dude, that is an insane comment. I can't believe that's hidden in the last sentence. <laughs> they just ended it with they thought Manny was a serial killer. Meets daughter and friends. This is to be clear. Manny is there's an edge to Manny. Rules that he's not here either. He'll hear that later. He'll to be clear, Manny, when you listen to this, yeah, we're not saying you are a serial Meech's killer. daughter <laughs> and her friends thought you were a serial killer. Just to be clear. He'll wear that as a badge of honor. He will. <laughs> he did have a mask on. That is fair. We have, I mean, we've we've got that movie pitch. He would be good in that. Yeah. He would be, wouldn't he? Like him just popping people and everyone like, oh man, man, he's so like, you know, he's such an enigma. He's so funny. And he just stands up. There's just fucking bodies everywhere. Doesn't he work in a nursing home? Yeah, that could add another day. I feel yeah, like there you go. Sequ- that should be the yeah. sequel though, right? Yeah. Prequel. Oh, Prequels bro. are in nowadays, bro. No, see, so that's the thing is like the first movie, he doesn't actually get caught. <laughs> and like 
And so like the end of the movie is him going to work at the at the nursing home. Like the whole time you have no idea he works in a nursing home. So that's like the end of the movie is him walking into work and like scrubs and huge huge spoiler alert if you've never seen Silence of the Lamps. Paul. Huge spoiler alert if you've never seen it. I mean if you haven't seen that, that's like, on your fault at this point. When 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 yeah, when, when he's like when he's like in Europe or whatever and he's like in the distance, it's like yeah. You see, it's, it's like Manny's gotten away again. You see him in another AEW <laughs> show, and there he is in the crowd. <laughs> I still think there's a good picture we made here. We've made so many bits out of it. It's only now I've just remembered that I thought this was a good idea at one point. This would be very yeah. compelling. Doing like a cold open with like a podcast just doing their thing, you know, and they're like super charismatic and funny. And they just fucking stand up. And it's just a horror scene around them, yeah. piecing it together. I don't know, man. I mean, this obviously is not as much potential as Eric, Eric Bischoff picture, which is you know, I reckon I've got certain like shots for that and scenes we've pitched in. Yeah. I've got like I, we start it with like like a fucking tracking shot of Bish walking behind him. He's got a suit on. He goes in the elevator. Boom, boom. He goes upstairs and he walks in and Vince is there. And he's like, you know. Welcome to your audition. Yeah. Bringing in new announcers. Bish is, Bish is all nervous, sweating bullets, you know. He's doing his best. He fucks up a couple of times and they give him that broom they give him, you know, or the mop, whatever they give him. We had to interview that. Remember that was the thing they did to him? Mm-hmm. That embarrassed him. He fucks it up and like, you smash cuts him like kicking a trash can outside, you know. It's it's Leo, it's like, right? Or is it yeah, Bale? It's Leo. It's Leo. And then you have like opening credits with like wrestling headlines. You have like a picture of Dave floating. Like, boom, you know. Just to pick, and then it's like six years later, and it's the same tracking shot of Eric walking in, but this time he has a leather jacket and he's a fucking Turner, and he's just being a dick to everyone in the office, you know, just being bish, just fucking bishing about, you know. He's got like a statue of Hulk Hogan next to his desk. We're going to Mondays, you know that kind of deal. Jeff Jarrett's in it, I think. Oh, for sure. He plays Eric Bishop. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> it's just like a like fucking misery, but with Manny and Christian Bale. Yeah, <laughs> may as well be tremendous. Let's, let's not read this comment. So man, when Manny listens to this, he has he's got to yeah. go back and fucking find the video. <laughs> Manny interviewing Christian Bale could be a good bit. <laughs> could you imagine how good like just Manny being himself and like Christian Bale's like acting it up and shit? Oh, yeah. he'd be doing meth or something. Yeah. Do you know I've watched Amsterdam in four parts and I've still not finished it? <laughs> well, that fucking rules. <clears throat> What's that on? And they've just said they've edited Disney Plus here. Yeah. I don't know if it's there because I know it's all regional and shit, but I can't finish it. That bad, it's huh? All, it's really bad. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's awful. I'm seeing the classics at the cinema recently, folks. I'm ready for the Knives Out gimmick to come out in here in a couple weeks. Yeah, I still That's haven't seen the first one. I need to fix that. They showed um, Batman Returns at the cinema here a couple of days ago. You know the one that's set at Christmas, the Tim Burton one? With yeah. Danny DeVito as the Penguin? Yeah. Bro, I didn't appreciate I mean, I saw that film years and years ago. That film's fucking awesome. Oh, it's it's like the least Batman. Batman Batman film ever. It's great. I mean, as a comedy, it's, it's great, awesome. It's a great film. Yeah, it's really good. Um, Oracle, I uh, I probably talked about this on here, but I know, Joan, like, I haven't watched a movie in like three years. 
And then, and then last week, uh, that's a shoot, by the way. That's not it's, even like me exaggerating. Bro, he's or... pissed me off, bro. <laughs> last week, I watched a movie for the first time, and like, and it was a movie that Joe hadn't seen. He got so mad at me. Yeah. I watched, I watched Slumberland. Bro, bro watched the 2022 girl. picture and managed to watch one I haven't seen. Like, what the fuck, man? We could have, we could have compared notes and popped, you know? There's... That rules. Oh, shit. Good movie. You should watch it, um, Joe. Oh, leave me alone. Um, well, also, they had necessary. they showed Elf on Sunday too, which I have yeah. concluded is the best Christmas picture. Mm. Elf's very choice, good. Choice you made. Mine's Christmas Vacation. Wait, what? Not is Elf fan. problematic? No, I'm just not a big fan of Elf. Yeah, I don't really like it very much. You fucking Republican or something? What's wrong with you? Relax, bro. <laughs> said, okay, two things you've told me now. That you never admitted to me in our first year of friendship. Number one, you were a Monday Night Raw guy. But fair. Yeah. You were a Monday Night Raw guy. Number one. Number two, you don't like Elf. What do you want me to do with this information? What's your favorite Christmas movie, Shoot, just off the top of your head? Hmm. Christmas Vacation. Yeah, that's probably mine. That or Die Hard. Yeah. I'm <laughs> I'm kidding. I knew better than to actually say that. I'm not saying. I, let's be clear. To be clear, I did not frame it as that. It's the definitive. I didn't say it has. Mine, to be, I'm just saying. Mine, I'm not mine, saying you're mine, wrong. Mine, you're saying I'm wrong. Hey, yeah, that's what you're saying. Mine's Castaway. <laughs> <laughs> I just. I. I feel like when someone shares something they like, you should let people enjoy things. That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> you know. That's all I'm saying. Elf, yeah. bro. You know what I mean? It's Christmas. What fucking lies behind me? You know, you know, you know what? I've never seen Elf. <sighs> I've seen Bad Santa. I've seen the Christmas. Bad story. Santa's good. I like that. Yeah, one. Bad Santa's incredible. Bad Santa Two's not, but Bad Santa's awesome. Have you never seen, seen Elf? You could have settled uh-huh. the debate, Oracle. It's okay. Um, Connor's seen like twenty-five loved, uh, movies. Uh, my mom always loved It's a Wonderful Life. Just have to watch. It. Oh, I like that one. It's yeah. fabulous. Bro, yeah, we're booked up, me and my brothers, to go see it on Christmas Eve for cinema. There you yeah. go. I love it. It's fabulous. My mom watched that every fucking year growing up. She would like sob and weep and shit. It's great. It's a great it's picture. A great movie. Yeah. I've never seen a, a Christmas story or a Christmas really? story. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, fake fan. Yes. Bro, you're a fake AEW fan. My my <laughs> wife gets so mad at me every year because I I still now it's a gimmick at this point I can't watch it I've got to keep that bit alive. A fake Scrooge is good too. That's a good one. Scrooge is good. Yeah, <coughs> you're a fake AW fan, bro. We we doing? I don't, I don't give a fuck, man. Shut the fuck up, Joe. <laughs> but AEW's not in. Do you not just keep TNT and TBS on to support the brands? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to when that slap show starts. <laughs> oh, bro, you know that what, might though? be the, that might be the one that kills him off. You know, that well, might be his be XFL. The best one. Yeah. The best. The best Christmas Friday after next. <laughs> Do you see this slap fight business, Oracle? I think you could get into this. Uh, Oracle, we've got to do fucking slap fight reviews on here. You know they're going on after Dana White. That's, is yeah. it, that's the thing. Wait, what? Dana White you is... seen this? <coughs> no. These guys just stand in front of you and slap each other in the it's face. It's slap fight league. Oh, my God. Starts in January. It's on after Run. Dynamite. Dana White's running it. Well, that Jack Crosby's favorite <coughs> fighter immediately being a fucking bootlicker. One more oh. later. Oh. Performance art. Oh. 
I almost have took my pants off. Have That's you seen this Barmageddon shit? Huh? <laughs> Barmageddon is the show that comes on like after Oh, all. yeah. Yeah, I've heard about this. Like Nikki, that Bella and... Nikki Bella. Yeah. Slap the long live shooting Oracle. <laughs> We're, I'm fucking watching that shit, man. Oh, man. Oh, it's going to be awful. I probably won't make it through more than one episode. But I mean, I'm it's try. entertaining in like a river. <laughs> you watching it is art. Yeah. <laughs> no interest in combat sports, but give me slaps. I mean, it's fucking funny. God oh, Muppet Christmas Carol. That's a good one. God forbid people could defend themselves. <laughs> yeah. Christmas for the cranks. My wife loves that movie. We're doing a Christmas. We're doing a Christmas special this year, guys. We are. Oh yeah, we got. What? We'll get taping next week. Do it, Oracle. Or don't. <laughs> Fine. Ask you got, to hit one spot and you can't do it. We got, we got yeah. four matches that we can put on the screen without getting copyright hit. And the whole team of Late Night Green is going to be featured on the, on the program. Things happening. Do you want to know what match you're watching, Shoot? Sure. Wait, I only have to watch one match? Yeah, we just get a tape. I'll be on all of the segments. Oh, of course. You I've, will. I've set up the. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely an ego thing and not a necessity thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> absolutely didn't. Mi- Remember when you did the dark grin along back in the day and I like missed one and you was like, bro, I don't know if me and Bob can do these shows. <laughs> right, here's what we got. Um, fuck, here's on my laptop. Bobby and I just sat there and watched the show. <laughs> Insane, sicko behavior. All right, so the Grin Grappler crew is going to be stick together, and we are going to watch in the specials main event the tag match. Hold on, shoot. I know, I know, I know there's political elements at play here. The tag match, um, Masao and Kabashi, opposite. Quarter and Tailway. That's the match we're going to watch the Green Grappler crew. Caracal. So that's our, that's that match. Shoot. I understand not being in the main event spot is tough, but because you're so versatile, I needed you for a particular spot. So you will be in the co-main alongside the team of <laughs> Manny and Jack Crosby <laughs> watching Stan Hansen and Terry Funk. <laughs> How long is that match? About 20. Okay. We're kicking fine. off the show with the Young Lions, right? That makes sense. Hold on. We should be in the opener. You want the opener? Yeah, man. If I'm not if I'm not closing, I'm opening. I did in the co-main. I thought you'd... Okay. All right. All right. Calm down. Everyone calm I down. I mean, I'm just... I'm looking out for, for my fans because they can turn the show off when I'm... My <laughs> fans! <laughs> so, the Young Lions are going to be watching Daniel Garcia and Minoru Suzuki. Be fun, and then a shell. No, neither of them know about this, by the way. To be clear, um, a shell and Montgomery will be watching uh, Willow Nightingale and Wheeler Utah. My god, and along the way, Bob's gonna be doing Christmas carols. Wait, really? He actually, he doesn't know about that. Yeah, but you know, when I say Christmas, he's not gonna sing, he's probably just gonna read them in like Bob fashion. Okay. Words. Yeah, so that's going to be the Christmas special. There is also, I'm going to announce this now. I should probably make some graphics for that, huh? Um, Are we taping this? Pretty next week. Okay. Uh, also, I'm delighted to announce that the 31 with Robert O'Neill is coming back for a New Year's special, <laughs> which is Bob's pitch. 
Yes. Okay. He's going to feature his top 10 stories of the year in Letterman fashion. Um, it will be a very familiar face as his guest, someone who may or may not have done a monologue once for him. Yeah. Um, it will air on New Year's Eve. <laughs> New Year's Eve. Okay. Yeah. That's my edit. Well, not necessarily. I'm going to try and get competent on that, you know? Yeah. Christmas special, especially. Mm-hmm. I'm good. I got there. Um, so there's a lot to look forward to, you know? Bob absolutely has to recite, <laughs> recite Twas the Night Before Christmas. That has to be a thing. Oh, yeah. We got it, we got it folks. Don't we? You know, this actually me. awesome. I, I'm big. Like I've talked about this a lot. I don't want to dwell on it, but he's very important to me with, with our ability to create content that we sometimes, um, not sometimes, my bad. <coughs> I think it's very important to have shit out there for the holidays and stuff, you know, because everyone spends the holidays different. And the idea that we can accompany people for Christmas Day or whatever for two and a half hours, whatever it may be, two hours, I just think it's fucking awesome, man. You know? Because they ain't gonna be watching the NFL. That lineup fucking sucks. What's the it's lineup a- on that day? The Christmas Eve lineup's good because it's like a whole. Tope DM me that bit I've forgotten about. But like, it's a cool thing, man. You know, and uh, we have our tight, small audience here. But Fuck it, man. A lot of them were with us for 24 hours the other day. I mean, I think it'd be fun to post that on Christmas Day as a... As a... Now, the one thing about the Christmas Day show is this doesn't affect any of you, but it will have to be behind the paywall because otherwise we may get sued. Yeah. Yeah. If it's behind yeah. the paywall, we probably won't get... Ingles play on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? Christmas Eve, I think. Yeah. The tons of people play on Christmas Eve. Most everybody plays on Christmas Eve. It's like yeah. four games on Christmas I didn't even know NFL did Christmas Day games. Well, it's just because it's the weekend. It's not a... Oh... Christmas Eve's a Sunday, so I mean Christmas is a Sunday, so yeah. You know what this is inspired by Oracle? On mm. pro wrestling only, on the match review for the tag match that I just referenced, the old Japan one that we're gonna be watching together. Someone said they watch it every Christmas. It popped me so much that I always wanted to do this as content. So whoever that was, shout out to him. It rules. That rules. Chad. Awesome. Shout out to him. Or Chad Christmas. too bad, the machine gun Cole Anderson. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> no. Or, Oracle, the, the Christmas Day lineup is Packers, Dolphins, which may be okay, I guess, maybe. Mm-hmm. Broncos, Rams. Oh, my God. And Buccaneers, Cardinals. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> That's it? Yeah, it's bad. Is there a game on Christmas night? Pop. Yeah, the Buccaneers, Cardinals is at 820. Uh, it's one four, one, four, one, four, and 820. Yeah, 1 o'clock, 4 o'clock, and 820. Oh, that's horrific. And the Monday night, <laughs> the Monday night game is Chargers Colts, and that's not flexible. It's going to stay the same. Yeah. Shoot, I swear you made a Christmas background once. I did yeah. last year. Yeah. Oh, is it, I didn't make it, but is it gone I'll, now? I'll get better stuff. Oh, I'll, it's on the OneDrive, I'm sure. But I'll. Yeah. Cool. Um, remember that fucking insane uh, overlay I made for Christmas? It was like the busiest fucking thing of all time. Yeah. This God man, last Christmas feels like a time ago, doesn't it? Yeah, I have to work on Christmas. We had a we did a Christmas really. Oh, yeah, that's fine. We did a Christmas special last year, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we just did the grin. We did it on like a yeah. We did it on like, a different night, <coughs> but we had like a hold on. I think I 
20 seconds thing, will be the great greatest. Great thing to play for no reason. <laughs> it's not in here. I got to find it real quick. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure I have it. Oracle filled that air. Well, I <laughs> feel something. Very good. Oracle, have you been given your media ballot yet for the rest of Purist Awards? <laughs> no. Me neither. Do you want one? I haven't even. Do so. <laughs> you oh, want to give me one? I would like I to want give you one. one yeah. Okay, yeah, give me one. Just hand it over. Beautiful. Hand it over. You can hand it over to me on the screen. Folks, the oh, campaign. Fuck. I make sure I reach the right way. Fuck, I can't do it. <laughs> do <Folks>. DMD. <laughs> folks the campaign is only getting stronger see Bob's tweet about that earlier that was a little much wasn't it no I didn't oh yeah it was a little much on the main account like Jesus man he's got problems get off your knees Bobby alright here we go folks gimmick was fucking annoying man yeah it was that exact vibe for the special would be gorgeous right we don't need yeah. even good i'm not I doing was... names anymore we're, we're past that yeah well there's also 14 people on that show yeah well that would actually be funny though that would be pretty oh, good really? yeah. <laughs> yeah since you've had like all the gimmick names like montgomery yeah. <laughs> montgomery as wrestle furious in brackets and then piece so... of shit underneath it in parentheses yeah, factual. Absolutely. Um, it's going to be good. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, the Bob show could be a little bit challenging, right? Because Bob's ego has gone a little crazy since. Yeah. Writing for Bob now is a ridiculous challenge, man. He asked for to send every line one at a time. Did he clear it? And he's like, this one doesn't make sense. Like, Bob, you've not let me send the punchline. You limit right. me to one line of text. He's a piece of shit. Let's see what Skip had to say about his boy Benfield tonight. Oh God! Do you think uh, there's an angle? Oh, you know, it's probably in all caps. Uh, um, oh yeah. Shoot, uh, have you heard? There's a lot of rumors about an angle taking place with the Swerve and Our Glory thing tomorrow. Well, I figured that's probably going to happen. Yeah, there's a lot of rumors. Of what? Well, Swerve may end with one and leave with, with, with another team, you know? Yeah, that's what I think is going to happen. I think that's a good idea. It is. I must admit, though, I'm kind of... I, I was hoping they were just going to do Shane and Keith for a minute. You know when they did the angle? Yeah. 
Me too. I mean, it's fine, but I, they did they did put me. Is, them as Swerve's heater sounds kind of awesome, though. Yeah. Even though I'm not really familiar with this uh, Griffey guy. No one is. It's really? kind of bizarre. They, they mentioned him like they mentioned him like he was like a familiar face, and I don't think I've not spoke to anyone who knows who he is. Not oh, again. Okay. Not that he's bad. It's just yeah. Um. Yeah, that should be fun. Jennifer, else in that show you looking forward to, mate? <clears throat> down here. Okay. Skip says this. Um, I cannot. T- I cannot wait to see Hall of Famer Shannon Sharp's face tomorrow morning at nine thirty Eastern on FS1. <laughs> Baker Mayfield just pulled off the exact same miracle Tom Brady did on Monday night, from sixteen three down to win seventeen sixteen. For the last month on Undisputed, Shannon Sharp has ridiculed me and demanded that I admit I was wrong about Baker Mayfield, that he was trash. Again and again, I said, no. He has proven he can play at a high level in the NFL. Now what, Mr. Sharp? That fucking rules. This, the J.D. Griffey has actually wrestled in AEW three times, including on Dynamite. What? <laughs> oh, well, just wait. So he's okay. uh, he wrestled um, Ethan Page on Dark Elevation. He wrestled Tony Nese on Dark. And he was one of the plaintiffs in the 20 on one match against Wardlow on Dynamite. <laughs> so he's a guy they like, then, right? He, I assume. I guess. He's got. You know, Tony has that list of guys that he like, wants to give something to. <laughs> he's got two reviews on Cage Match. Both tens, right? Oh, yeah. Manny said, yeah, both tens. One was, one was in March 17th, 2016. And the other one was September 10th, 2021. Tony Khan was the second one. The 2016 <clears throat> one says, by far the best new generation wrestler to come out of Texas. By far. Oh, my. His, his style is filled with traditional wrestling mixed with BJJ and Wait. real Muay Thai. Bro. Oh, my. We're making a mess. Why have we not asked Alex? Good Alex question. might actually know him. Yeah, good. You know what he'll probably say is he sucks. <laughs> he fucking sucks, Yeah. <laughs> tremendous tremendous stuff Um, Bob is still tweeting in the circle folks unfortunate Um, he's got a good look looking at his pictures and pervert yeah well you get what you get Garcia and you do anything for you sheep yeah, I'm sure it'd be good. I mean, I'm not yeah. like fired up for it. It's weird how like cold it feels compared to their their last their last pay per view match, right? Do you remember there was a lot of buzz for it, Death Before Dishonor? Yeah, it's weird. Um, are they gonna add a Kenta match or not? No, unfortunately, Kenta versus QT one. Setting up the rematch the following day. That would be fucking hilarious. On zero hour, they just work out the kinks of their big time strong match. <laughs> it's old school graphs, bro. There's something I, uh, to be said for it. The fact that Kent is probably not going to do anything in that promotion while he's over here makes me so mad. Kind of feels like a rib. It does. Mm. Look at Manny, dang y'all. It, 
The show always goes till midnight, bro. We're not even three hours in. Man, you got kind of lit up when you were gone, bro. I, yeah, you did. You kind of lit up. One by um, us. No, we wouldn't do that. Why would we bury someone who's part of the late night grim while they're not here? We would never do that. Factual. Right, Oracle? We would never do that. Oracle, are you okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just on Twitter.com. Sorry. Oh, that's fine. You look, you look concerned. You look frozen in fear. Really? Did you see a Bob tweet or something? No. <clears throat> Did you see like a meet and greet video or something? No. <laughs> Man, he said, what the hell? I can't even defend myself. That's not what we heard. Mm. I'm just saying. Tell you what, if I ever saw Mania in person, I'd beat the shit out of him. <laughs> How would you go about doing that? I'd just go up, I'd go punch to him like <laughs> boom. And then I'd go I just fucking <laughs> Oh fuck Oh shit I don't know bro I'm gonna lie When I think of you fighting Manny It gives me some Sam Joe Dalby vibes I ain't gonna lie yeah. I don't know man Manny <laughs> might be hitting that you know, deal Joe did When he was like Licking his fingers and shit Remember that deal <laughs> I don't know man Pretty, pretty wiry Oracle I don't know <clears throat> Can you imagine that fucking girl, He fucking gives me The Joe Power Slam <laughs> 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 running into a power slam. <laughs> the key oracle is you square up with him <laughs> and then you pull out a video game controller and you toss it to him and you say 2k bro and then it's over because that dude can't fucking play that game for shit have you played against him no but <laughs> he loses to the computer every time on easy Bro, I have to say, I have to tell this shoe. I'm sorry. This is the one of the fun. I laugh, I cried laughing at this. It's Bob the tweet. I'm not no Jordan Paul. As soon as I see that finger point, I'm lunging it with a head. But there you go. All right, and this it needs. We're still closed. Bob did a tweet that got the group chat running wild, in which he quote tweeted. He quote tweeted someone comparing WWE and McDonald's with. An inexplicable explanation that McDonald's is actually like the best example of quality. The beacon in cuisine. of quality, yeah. The beacon of quality was a quote about McDonald's. That's not what I don't think he said beacon, but yeah. I get he like I guess he was saying it's consistent, but that yeah. quality feels that was like the wrong. Point, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. The fact that he's quote tweeting a tweet like this is insane. But anyway, he tweeted this. And so <laughs> Matt sent it with the caption. <laughs> I love Bob. Sometimes I want to punch him square in the face. <laughs> I forgot I said that. <laughs> I love Bob, but sometimes I want to punch him square in the face. <laughs> and we all just moved on. Like, that wasn't one of the funniest things. <laughs> the idea of when you met with Bobby and you went to the restaurant and go, you just punched him in the face because <laughs> he did a tweet about McDonald's. <laughs> oh. 
I cooked him for that tweet too. <laughs> and then Jack shows up like five minutes later and makes it very clear that we were fucking. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Dude, Bob fucking kicked the shit out of Crosby. It was hilarious. Yeah. He did. He made us see like teenage girls. It's brutal, bro. Yeah. I mean, he's not wrong, but it's still No, funny. he's not wrong at all. The, the original tweet was bonkers, though, bro. Like, he was like, actually, it's a beacon of quality, and <laughs> that's the point, bro. I was like, what the fuck's Bob talking about? <laughs> Bob's on the timeline defending McDonald's to get over with a fan. <laughs> I have a theory about that, boys. Or a commentary, what you think of this? I think Bob's trying to get himself back in. And as we mm. know, he committed a crime or two, right? He broke a few trusts over there in Fed Mecca. Mm. He's trying to get himself back inside. Me? I just found my actual quote. You didn't even okay. do it justice. Okay, I'm sorry. Was I was on the right track though? Right? I didn't oh, make you up. Were, yeah, good, good, good. good I was... So I sent the tweet and I put. I swear to God, I hate this dude sometimes. <laughs> Did you say he wanted to punch you in the face? Yeah, then I followed up with love him like a brother, but want to punch him in the face. <laughs> yeah. I think Sank's up with Bobby. He's definitely trying to get himself back inside. It's sad to see. This is a weird analogy because McDonald's has the most across-the-board quality of probably any restaurant to ever exist. That's literally the entire point. What does he mean by quality? I don't understand why. <laughs> Consistency is not quality necessarily. Right? Oracle, no. are, we, are we losing our mind here? Or are we... No. Okay, Oracle, let me do some role play here, okay? Friend comes to you and they say, you want to get some dinner? The Oracle of Wrestling, would you like to get some dinner? Mm-hmm. You say, yeah, sure. Where are we going to eat? And the guy says, McDonald's. And you're like, why? And he says, shoot, please read that back. <laughs> McDonald's has the most across the board quality of probably any restaurant to ever exist. What do you say at that point? I'll go. <clears throat> what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he didn't. It's consistency. It has to be consistently what he's going for. It has to be. Poor Bobby. <laughs> he's going to listen to this. Bob knows the deal and doesn't show up. It is what it is. Fair. You know, these are the games we play. <laughs> he's obviously legitimately ill, but you know, oh, yeah. we have to get our bits off. If we don't talk about Bob, we're fucked. It's been a rule from early on in the green. Oh. Anyway, enough about McDonald's. Well, hold on. Anyway. Hmm? Well, fill that air. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Very good. Very good. You're getting better Bob at this. watches. Bob watches every show that's produced on this channel. Right. He's such a nice guy. He is. Um, Oracle, how would you agent Bob versus Tyrus? That's from Ben. Call on about tie up. <laughs> you know when like the big dudes. Yeah. Look they lock horns. Yeah, they lock horns a couple times. Yeah. 
<laughs> couple shoulder tackles. Yeah. And then uh, Tyrus tries to kick Bobby in the knee, but <clears throat> he's so bad he misses. Takes a flat back, gets pinned. Oh, yeah. well, he takes it. He kind of slips and carefully takes a flat back. Yeah. Yeah. And Bobby just gives him like a big splash and pins. Bro, him. so every wrestling podcast has been dunking on this, right? Dutch Mantel's podcast. I couldn't avoid it. It said, "Falls." You know, Dutch Mantel gives his thoughts on Tyrus as NWA World Charles. This is going to be a treat. He goes, well, I mean, I haven't seen him wrestle in a while, but that show he has on Fox is hysterical. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, no, he's gone straight into it. <laughs> just immediately just fucking stepped on the grenade. It's not surprising at all. Oh, no, I knew it was going to happen, but I thought we'd be more coy, you know? Yeah. God bless. <laughs> I was mad about it. Especially because that's definitely a comparison I've made. It's a good comparison, bro. Like it's a good comparison. Uh, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep this in the, uh, what the fuck? in the stream yard for future use. <laughs> the best part is just, I don't even have like I don't even have like y'all's names, your phone numbers. So I just have like the numbers. Yeah. So like I texted so- you. I texted you at the uh, after South Carolina beat uh, Tennessee. I just sent yeah. you a bunch of. Exclamation points. <laughs> Oracle saved in my phone is Lord Oracle. <laughs> uh, of course he is. <laughs> Alex is in Vegas. I forgot about this. Yeah. God bless. I hope you put some money on the uh, on the flights tomorrow. You know, Juice and Joe and Athena and Mercedes. That's actually why he flew there is to watch that show in the sports book. I heard that about him, yeah. Those weren't DMs, those were text messages. Big difference. Yeah. I would never expose DMs on here. God, man, punch him in the face is so funny. <laughs> I love Bob. So do I. He's a bit of an I asshole would, sometimes. I would never. I think he would actually beat the shit out of me. Oh, my. Bro, have you seen his head? Yeah. Ah! I would break my fucking hand on Bob's head. I also, the only fight story I've ever gave, told on the Grim was the one where I threw a low kick in a fist fight. So I ain't because shit. I'd be like, I'd be like, I'd well, be that like, would work Colonel, against Bob. I'd be, I'd be like Colonel Robert Parker in War Games '94. I throw this one, I throw one in there. Oh. Of course, this dude compares himself to Robert Parker. Yeah, fucking racist. <laughs> Perfect way to end the show, folks. We hope you've enjoyed hit, this. Should have just hit the outro. Look, man, we get we can't because we've got to take a victory lap first. This is three straight good grins. Yeah. We're back. The kind of wrestling conversational content that you came to know and love once upon a time is back. This is professional wrestling conversational content, bitch. Bro, that dude's... Did you see his thumbnail? No. Oh, my God, we're closing with this. We're closing with this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Hold on, everyone. Everyone calm down. Get back in your seats. Fill that air or <laughs> As you know, if I'm Colonel Robert Parker, I did get to marry Sherry Martell. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea where that was going. I got really worried there for a very second. Concerned, yeah. Very, very concerned. Uh, hold on, folks. Everyone bear with me here. Matt, tell them to calm down, please, because it Everybody shut the fuck up. <laughs> right, here we go. <laughs> He's so, for those of you who don't know, Adam Lavelle at Wrestling Done Right has become All Elite Adam. 
We did a 15-minute breakdown of Jake Hager versus Orange Cassidy and the psychology uh, in, involved. That sounds awesome. Yeah. He's very good at what he does. He's actually – he was in the business at one point. Do you know that? Oracle, sing the Harlem Heat song. <laughs> Here we go. I saw my boy struggling there. I had to help him out. It's not that Oh, that's fucking fun. Here we go, everyone. This was uploaded yesterday or today for you guys. <laughs> The shirt is back again. We are not worthy. Oracle, Oracle, this is a... <laughs> so one day, one day, Joe sends me a picture of him wearing that shirt. And I don't remember exactly what he said. He said something like, "I need this shirt" or something like that. And I <laughs> sent him a link within thirty seconds. Yeah. Joe was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Look at the look at the look at the pose, bro. Yeah. It looks insane. <laughs> we, should make Bob, flag? we should make Bob recreate that. It's a, him just going full boot is so good, man. But God bless him. God bless him. Pressing needs characters like that. Mm. All right. That fucking shirt, man. Beautiful. How did you find that? Well, I searched purple lightning shirt and it was the first result. Is that what he said? No, that's what I did. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Joe was actually going to buy it. I forgot about it. I was going <laughs> to. I just slipped my mind because it would have been good performance art. Bro, if you showed, if I like, we logged into StreamYard and you're wearing that shirt, I wouldn't even have been able to do the show. I'm just going to lose I'm my mind. I might have to do it. I might have to do it. <sighs> Oracle left. Yeah. Oracle <laughs> has the shirt. He's going to come back with it on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I swear it's to God, time. if he comes back with that shirt on. No way. That shirt is an, that is an insane purchase. That's... Absolutely no way. <laughs> Demon Green says she yeah, wouldn't have noticed the shirt with three months. You never worn the shirt on a show I was on. Yeah. Yeah, see, he's got the shirt. There you go. All right. Oracle, any final words, any plugs, any promotions? <clears throat> Grand Grappler on December 20th. Do you have the full match lineup? Uh, yeah, I've got it. Who is it? I think. Okay. Okay, if you could send it in the chat at some point, I'd be appreciated. It's, it's 12 it? bouts of Bill. Yeah, 12 bouts of Bill Goldberg. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking insane. It's like it was a thing we actually like fell into. I mean, the runtime will be shorter than the six matches you normally do. Factual. Yeah. It's the holiday season. Yeah. Other than that... Uh... <clears throat> There's one time, there's one, there's one grin where the Cowboys be playing the Titans on Thursday night football. I'll probably come in late on that one. Mm-hmm. I think it's the last Thursday night football game. Other than that, I'll be here. I'll put it in my Outlook calendar. Sure. Um, 
watch AEW Rampage tomorrow night at 10 p.m. on on uh, TNT. Dequesta's wrestling John Moxley. We need a good rating for my narrative. Um, Saturday, 4 p.m. Pay per view. AEW presents Ring of Honor Final Battle. Um, That's a big one for us. Thirty nine ninety nine, get you in. Um, worth every penny. At uh, three p.m. Eastern, you have the zero hour, um, which presumably is on YouTube with matches that presumably will happen, none of which have been announced yet. Um, Monday at seven p.m. You got AEW Dark Elevation. Tuesday, that's on YouTube. Uh, Tuesday at seven p.m. You have AEW Dark on YouTube. Six p.m. Tuesday, you got Rogue Two. Um, I forget to watch that every week. Wednesday at 8 p.m., you've got AW Dynamite. That's on TBS. Um, unless you're in the UK, then I don't know how the fuck y'all watch that shit. I, BBC 12 or something. Yeah. Um, okay. Downgraded, huh? Brains down. Punk left, yeah. yeah. Um, that's it. I have a Twitter account. Don't follow it. Um, I don't know, man. I'm gonna go to the gro- I'm gonna go to the gas station and get some snacks. Saturday night is a big one. Shoot and I have two carefully worded emails in our drafts right now. Two each. They relate to the drawing power of one, Samoa Joe, to the FTRs. Right. If this weekend goes the way it should, if you, the wrestling fan, comes out, there's money out your, out your wallet. We make some Hall of Famers this weekend. And yep. better yet, we had one last match. One last match to the match catalog of the 2022 Wrestler of the Year. Correct. That's pretty fucking good to meet you. What do you think? I'm with you, man. And again, 10 p.m., TNT, yeah. catch to John Moxley, call your friends. Tell them to turn it on. Tell them they can turn it off as soon as the match ends. In some ways, that might even be preferable. Um, get everyone you know to watch the show. Well, hang on. Um, if the Athena promo follows, tell them. To yeah, leave it, leave it on for that. Um, yeah. Call call your grandparents. Tell them to leave the TV on when they go to bed. Yeah. Uh, TNT. You'll probably tell them what channel it is, even though you don't have the same cable as them. Um, so, yeah. Don't fuck this up. Don't fuck this up on for you me. Guys. Yeah, do not fuck this guys. up for me. Tell your friends, tweet the plugs tomorrow. Do you DM. know how long we've waited for Smurge on a pay per view poster? You pieces of shit. Yeah. Oracle. 10 p.m. TNT. Oracle, you better tune in, bro. I don't. I don't care if you even mm. watch it. Just, just have the TV on. Right. I know you have a Nielsen <clears throat> box. <laughs> Can you imagine what waste that beers Oracle bounces from streaming show to streaming show. <laughs> it just sits there. Uh-huh. I, I had the Christian Cage match as one of the Goldberg matches, didn't I? Yeah. That's what I yeah. thought. Okay. You did. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. All right. Unacceptable, Cody. Brit mm-hmm. All right. On behalf of old Matty Bullets, the Oracle of Wrestling, the absent Bob O'Neill. Oh, one more thing. One more thing. Um, if you see um, any tweets from Takeshita on Twitter, and you decide to reply to him, please reply to him as if he's an adult male and not a child. Um, that would be much appreciated. And on that note, 
On behalf of Confirmed Shoot, the Oracle of Wrestling, myself, the absent Bob O'Neill, um, Jay Shell, Jack Crosby, Monty, Chris, Dukes, Tope. No, absolutely not. No. And and Manny. Manny! <laughs> we we wish you a happy uh happy holidays. Happy New Year, right? Yeah. Um, Tony Khan has decided that he's going to implement some Christmas spirit now, so I'm going to follow his lead on that. Yeah. Um, please, uh, you know, get some nice gifts for you and your kin, right? Yeah. Um, have, a, have a look out for the new Jay Uso that's actually Jimmy Uso action figure. It's a nice gift for anyone because depending on which Uso you prefer, you're happy regardless, right? Um, there's a new Lily shirt on www.shop.com. Um, Ian Riccoboni has a shirt now. Ian Riccoboni has a shirt. We love Ian Riccoboni. Um, what is that? Honorshop.com, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's also a All I Want for Christmas is my two front teeth uh, Mark Briscoe Christmas sweater. <clears throat> Actual, you can get it. You can get a Dem Boys ball cap. <laughs> Dem Boys ball cap? Yeah. <laughs> this is what Christmas is all about, folks. So what we're saying is watch Rampage, watch Final Battle. At Dave Milcher and tell him why you watch both. Yeah. And have a wonderful holiday season. Hashtag vote Dax at WrestlePurious.com. Bye, everyone. Go Sooners beat Texas. Dax Harwood. <laughs> <laughs>